Bamboo Lab, why the man body still right there? Call the damn man Bamboo Lab. Black Betty. Black Advertising opportunities for the following show, email us at cornerpubsports at gmail.com. It's time for the best pubcast around, Corner Pub Sports. The gang is all here gathered around the bar to bring you their opinions on the latest sports topics while drinking their favorite brews. Follow the gang on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Corner Pub Sports and on cornerpubsports.com. You can also join in the conversation by texting 267-277-3406. Now, grab a cold one, sit back, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the pub. Hey, this is Jason Bertitas from 97.5 The Fanatic and the Stick to Hockey Podcast. And you're listening to the drunkest, craziest motherfuckers this side of the Mississippi. Corner Pub Sports on Wildfire Radio. Corner Pub Sports. What's up, everybody? Friday night. You know where we are. We're live on Facebook. And we're on uh, iTunes and Spotify. Stitcher. Satchel. Satchel. Wow, Satchel. What's going on? I'm Sean. Hey, it's Larry. <laughs> Stop it, Mike. It never works that way. I love it. I love it. Never works out. What's going on, everybody? How you guys doing? It's hard to do virtually. It is. That's why. That's what makes it so great. It's like. That's what makes it so great. I'm Gary. Ryan. There's there's Sean. There's Ryan. There's me. And then there's Gary's head. Gary's head with a with a hand. Look, I'm a chat. I'm a chat head. How you guys? Looks like an emoji. What are you guys? Uh, what are you guys drinking tonight? No. Too, too juicy. Where's that from, Gar? Two Roads Brewery. Two Roads. Rye with nice. his uh, Bacardi and Coke. Roads. Two Roads, yeah. That's what I said, Roads. Oh, okay. Man, two Roses. Yeah, two I don't Roses. Want no fucking, I don't want no thorns in my ass. Every Rose has a thorn. No. I'm stuck with this because my asshole dad drank all my beer. Well, oh, oh, Mike's gonna have a headache. Face with that, I'll beat your goddamn ass, you son of a bitch, you piece of shit. I hope you got a, I hope you got a whole fucking fistful of tunnel already. Yeah, right. And I'm uh, drinking, uh, I'm drinking Brawler. Yards Brawler. Can't go wrong with that. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's a good one. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. I also got uh, the the Tavern Spruce too. Nice. Yeah, it's. That's- Starting to starting to ease back into things a little bit. Uh, I've never had issues yeah. with those with those guys. It's the it's the uh, you know the nine ten percenters I gotta steer clear of. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta, I'm gonna... Well, you know, you went and became a fucking beer snob. Yeah. That's We're true. drinking them nine percenters when we get back together, bro. I'll tell you that. 
Yeah. Get together. Yeah, if, if you yeah, can. Might be next be year. That'll be a greasy stool that night. That'd be a what? A greasy stool. A greasy. <laughs> did I tell you, man? It'll be like you ate a KFC. Grease lightning. <laughs> Dude, beer beer poops are the worst, aren't they? Ugh. They're the yeah. worst. They smell like Alpo. Oh, they stink. They yeah. stink so bad. Nasty beer poops. Uh, so, speaking of beer poops, uh, we've had quite a few of them, and uh, this is our 299th show, which means that next wow. week, next week, next week is, is our 300th show, and uh, we are doing a, a big giveaway. We didn't get the notice, or we didn't get to announce this last week on the show, but uh, those who follow us on Facebook are well aware of what's going on. Um, so we are doing a giveaway. You have to be on our Facebook page. Look on Corner Pub Sports. It's easy to find us. And uh, it's the pinned, uh, the pinned post. It's right at the top. Basically, if, uh, if there's two rules, you have to like the page. And you have to tag a few friends. Tag at least three friends. And you're entered. That's it. Done. And uh, the grand prize is a, uh autographed puck by Hall of Famer Bernie Perrant. We have a uh, uh, Ivan Provorov uh, uh, Stadium Series jersey, and we have a bunch of uh, Corner Puff Sports gear that we're going to give away. So uh, stickers and T-shirts and, and uh, masks. We have masks now. So, I mean, who doesn't want one of our mugs on your on your mug, right? Absolutely. So, yes, yeah, so it should be pretty cool. So we're uh, pretty excited Grab about it. Grab it. Grab it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, i got to give me one of them Corner Puff Sports masks. I don't have three. Molly said that she doesn't have three friends. We'll, we'll just make up a few. Mark said just bring my shirt. To, just bring my shirt to work. Um, yeah, so it's it's going to be fun. We'll see what happens. So next week, we'll, <laughs> just bring my shirt to work. Yeah, yeah you know he's going to win. There's, I mean, we got we got a nice. We actually got a nice. Uh, we got a really nice reaction to this. So we're gonna. I, we're, As we should, man. This is this is a nice. This is a really generous, yeah. nice, nice prize. Yeah. Yeah. So it should be pretty cool. Um, we uh, we have a few uh, uh, ideas on how we're going to do the drawing, but it'll be it'll be completely at random. We'll do it live on the air next week, next Friday, our 300th show, and uh, you know we'll do it from there. So it should be should be cool. Molly says she'll tag us. Hmm. All right, that, that, I I didn't say who, so that you could do that. Just just do it. Just enter it. What's the worst can happen? You lose. You know, so. Yeah, you're cool. not really losing anything. It's a push of a bunt. Yeah, like, right. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I love it, though. There's some like people... You push a bunt, you win a puck or a fucking Proverov jersey. Come well, on. And is Proverov not, like, the best young defenseman in the NHL right now? So, pretty, come on. Pretty much, yeah. So, Jeez. the best part, though, is, like, I had one guy going, I met Bernie back in 89. I'm like, what? Like, dude, just tag three, th- three friends. Like, what's the matter with you? Like the, all you had to do, that's not gonna that's not gonna qualify. Well, I only you. seen half of you. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's fucked up. No. <laughs> uh, what is that feedback? Damn, that was loud. All right, so uh, three hundred show next week, next Friday should be a big one. By the way, Fulton's shot still looks shitty. Yeah, dude, he looks completely. Yeah, me and Sean were talking about that before the show started. Um. It, it's just awkward still. Him and his sideshow Bob haircut. Yeah, he he looks he looks just awkward. He he made a move the other night 
had a wide open uh, shot, and he like he jumped and his like knees went one way and his like torso went another, and, and he completely airballed it. it. It was it was absolutely terrible. It was probably one of the worst shots I've ever seen. It was it was pretty bad. And so nothing's changed with him. He's the same dickhead he was before he left here. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking dickhead. Dickhead. Yeah. Fucking dickhead. Fucking Brian Colangelo, man. Brian Colangelo. The yeah. rest of the front office wanted Jason Tatum, and he fucking. Yep. Could have just. Well, although you weren't sure what Boston was doing, so maybe you don't move up because you're like, ah, oh, Tatum will fall at three, and then you end up with Fultz anyway. Fultz. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you didn't know Fultz was gonna be this, this bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Fultz would have been Okafor if we didn't trade up for him. Okafor. Well, you know what? We're talking. Like, we wouldn't have cared about. Him. We're talking Sixers. Let, let's just bridge? let's just go Sixers and yeah, get them out. Mean, get them the hell out of the way. Let's call Sixers now. Okay. Yeah. Let's just get them the hell out of the way. All right. They get three minutes of airtime. <laughs> All right, Dad. So, <laughs> so the, the Sixers are well, they're they're like almost tied or whatever. With Close Orlando. Game. With Orlando, yeah. With Orlando, they're they're two and one, and it looks like a disaster. Like it's the worst two and one that you could like have. Um, like I, I've never felt worse about winning two or three games. Yeah, I'm the only one. I I I, I agree. Um, uh, the only thing you can really say is. You know, the Sixers are picking up right where they left off. Mm-hmm. Right where they left off. Like, th- this team, they're not coached right. They're not substituted right. And now the Simmons thing, like, it's just, uh, I'm done. Like, I, I'm like I'm starting to be more out now than I was through the process. Like, it, it's, yeah. like, I'm not even mad anymore. Right, because like, you're not you're not seeing a difference, bro. Right, like, like it's almost like they're taking my, like, like I'm not invested. Like, I, like this is what I expected, honestly. Like, yeah, it's like you invest all that time in getting some, and you, fuck, I, it, fuck, it's been five months. I still can't get you. Like, you can't still ain't gonna take your pants off. Right, like I work, I worked to get this for three fucking months, and I couldn't get it past the lip. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. I got fucking sore. I got sore wrists. I got calluses on my hands. Fuck you. Yeah, I worked. Yeah. I worked getting this for fucking four months, and like you know, you you couldn't clean that. Damn. Yeah. I got to put up with you and your sisters willing to put out. So, you know, Mark uh, pointed out there. We just saw it flash across the screen there. Ben Simmons, you know, like Ryan just said, you know, the Simmons thing. So Simmons is 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 hurt, and he's hurt pretty bad. It seems like it, it sounds like it's worse than they they were initially thinking. Uh, so it's basically uh, dislocate. He dislocated his knee, kneecap, and um, uh, I, I personally think, based on past uh, history of this team, um, that they are going to be like he. he they're going to be very cautious with him. And he's going to be out until next season. He's December when the season starts. I don't know what you guys think about that. I just don't see Ben Simmons coming back. And so I got two questions. So, so that do you agree with that? And two, what does that do to the team? 
do you think that people like Embiid and Tobias Harris step up and they're actually better off without someone else that needs the ball? Or is this going to continue to hurt them? I mean, Simmons hasn't looked great in the bubble so far. So they were playing mediocre, I guess, without him, like, being good. I mean, yep. but he's such a great two-way player. If they figured it out, it, they had a chance to be good. They don't look like a team that's beating anyone in the playoffs as it was. Losing a super, a borderline superstar um, isn't going to make you better. I think, you know, I think this seals the fate that they get bounced in the first round now. I completely agree, Mike. Um, ben Simmons, say what you want offensively. Um, ben Simmons can pass the ball, he can rebound the ball, and he's a top three, four defender in the league. He can defend all five positions. There's only one other guy, and he, well, probably two other guys in the NBA that can do that. Mm-hmm. But, um, so the, there's no way they're better without Simmons. Like, I, I'd be blown away if, like, shit just comes together and they just look more crisp without him. Like, there's no way. So I, at this point, like I said it in the thread the other day, fuck it. Get bounced in the first round and fire Brett Brown. So. Hire Jason Kidd. So I had. Mark Jackson. I'm going to tie my answer into what I was going to bring up later, especially when we're talking about uh, uh, Cali. Just, we're fine. We have core fuck. Um. <laughs> So, uh, I was going to tie this into my gripe about Brett Brown, but it's perfect because I think this actually meshes well. Um, ben Simmons was being they, – they had a game plan for Ben Simmons going into the, these games, right? They were going to put him at the four, put him back next to Embiid, have uh, – uh, uh, what's his face? Not Neto. Um, Shake Milton, bring up the ball, you know, no. be, your, be your point guard, and, and we just lost Gary. And, um, you know, and that's basically what they were planning on doing. And to me, I thought it sounded like a good idea. But then you saw it through the first two games, and Ben Simmons was getting himself in foul trouble. He wasn't able to get – you know, he's just a different player without the ball in his hands. So yeah. that that's another, that's another thing against – to me, that's another thing against Brett Brown that that is uh, – there we go. Go brought Gary, Gary back. Uh, that's another thing against so, Brett Brown that that should be held against him. That he he just doesn't know how to coach this team. He doesn't know how to manage these players. He's he's trying something. You didn't have enough practices to say, you know what? Ben's better with the ball in his hands. Instead, you, you see that was he like shining in that spot in practice where you go, yeah, I'm going to throw him in the games there. So it's hard for me to say that they're going to be. Wor- I think they're going to be about the same. They're going to be about mediocre without Ben Simmons because Ben Simmons wasn't really making much of an impact in his new in the position he was in. Um, so I, I, I kind of tend to agree. I think it was going to be a tough matchup if they stay in the sixth seed against Boston anyway. So without Ben yet, yeah, it it, it's going to make them even worse. I, I think I, I tend to agree with you. I think first-round exit's probably more likely now without Ben. See, and I, I like the idea initially of moving Ben to the four. Mm-hmm. Like, but you don't. Yeah, I mean, you talk the, the problem. Like, you don't just move him to the four and that's it. Like Ben Simmons is a different type of player. Like, you got to do it like kind of like a hybrid four. Like, yeah, yeah, shakes your starting point guard 
when things are going traditionally, you go through him. But he got like he's got to be like a point forward, like, like yeah. Even and, at the know, four, not... even at the four position, like when push comes to shove, the offense has to go through Ben. Right. It's it's we talked about this. I mean, it's it, it should be. And, and when we talked about this, I was like, I'm not sure if it's going to work. I'm not sure if it's going to work. You guys are like, no, nah, you know, he's going to, you know, they're going to run with him. This and that. It's only in a half court offense that really they're going to need shake to take over. And I don't think it happened that way. I don't think they looked to Ben to run with the ball in his hands on breaks after like it should be on breaks, give it to Simmons and run. Once you get in the half court, that's when Shake takes over. I mean, to me, that would be right. Yeah, and, and, and like you nailed it perfectly. When you're in a traditional set, Shake runs the point. Right. When you're trying to run, when you're trying to create, like it's got to go through Ben. He's too good. Yeah, he's too good of a playmaker. He's he's you know, but I I don't think that's what he, I don't think that's what happened. I don't think that's what they did. No, so. they, yeah. Who knows what the hell? I, I can't explain anything that they've been doing. So here's the one thing: like we all know, like the seeding isn't the biggest thing, right? Like that's not the biggest deal. Like, they can only move up so f- so far anyway. So it wasn't like the end of the world if they didn't get to the five or four spot. Although you know you you don't want to be in the eighth, right? You don't want to you don't want to end up playing you know Milwaukee in the first round, but you know yeah, we, but we know that was damn- I mean they were stuck. they were going to be they were going to be the sixth seed, right? Sixth, fifth, or fourth, pretty much, and it was either going to be them playing Indiana, Miami, or Boston. Right. So, with that, was Ben any, with, with, all of the, any one of them teams can bounce the Sixers out? Sure, they can. any one. Of them. Yeah, right. absolutely. And so, with that, was Brown just trying to do rotations? Was he just trying to feel things out? Maybe because there is they no. Are... I think I think Brown tried something because he knows his job's on the line. Yep. It's like a last-ditch effort. Maybe this will work, and I keep my job. Yeah. And I don't think that – like, I don't think Brown's a terrible coach. He just doesn't know how to coach this team. No. But then, like, you know, sometimes you, you get what you wish for, right? So, say we get another coach next year, and we st- we have the same problems. And it turns out that – then. Uh, well, then we know. Right. Then you got to move one of them. Yeah, right. That's no, that's true. Okay. Yeah. Unless it's unless it is it them is it, or is it getting different pieces around them or? No, I think Mike. If you bring another coach in and they still look like this, it's obvious Simmons and Embiid can't play together. Okay. Yep. Despite what we said last. That's another time. If you got to move one of them, which one you moving? Right now, I don't know which one's more injury prone. <laughs> I'm moving Embiid. I, I think I'm moving Embiid because I don't think that Embiid's going to have as long of a career. I think Embiid's a better player, but I think that longevity-wise, I think Simmons. But the thing is, is that the difference is, is that Embiid's or Simmons is more flawed than Embiid. Embiid can shoot. Embiid can play is better offensively and defensively. Well, and he's just as good defensively. Right. Not quite as dynamic defensively, but is a rim protector and has an offensive game that Simmons lacks. You would think that you'd be able to fill 
Simmons role easier than you could fill Embiid's. Yeah, but does the Embiid's role need to be filled in today's NBA? That's kind of where I was thinking. <laughs> I, I, I'd be curious. And I, believe that I'd the be, ce- I, I believe the ceiling on Simmons is mo- – like, I think you're at the ceiling for him, Embiid. Mm-hmm. Like, this is who he is. I'd be curious to see what – In another year or two, does, is Embiid really going to be much better? In another year or two, is Simmons going to be better than what he is right now? Right. I believe so. I believe so. I think Simmons. Let's hear, let's hear. Brian, let's hear you do it as Joel Embiid. Oh, well, you know, it just didn't work out. Uh, me and Simmons couldn't play together, so I'm going to go to LA. I'm going to dominate. And, you know, I'm going to win a fucking championship. <laughs> oh, my bad. My and bad. I'm going to eat Wendy's. I'm going to shoot movies. And, you know, I'm going to go to the strip. I'm going to go to the CBGBs. And, <laughs> you know, I'm still, having fun. I'm still trying to fuck Rihanna. And then why not go to L.A.? That's the easiest place to get her, you know. <laughs> I, man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see, like, what some of the people uh, watching think, you know, if they want to chime in here. I, I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know how to answer this question. I, I – I like them both, man. I I really do. I do agree that Simmons is more flawed. Simmons is definitely more flawed than Embiid is right now. He has a lot of question marks, but and we keep saying this, and he's only in his third year. And but what well, we're gonna say that two years from now, oh, he's only in his fifth year. Give him time. Like at that point, it's like no, like he's five years in. He shouldn't know how to shoot a jumper. He's twenty, but he's twenty-two. He's twenty-two years old. Madison. You know what I mean? Like an NBA player, like especially at that kind of caliber, doesn't really reach their full potential until they're 25, 26, 27 years old. Yeah. I like there is no question in my mind we're moving on on the goodbye and beat. Like I, there is no way I'm. I, I'll, on I'll say this: thing. it's it's probably a little, it's probably easier. To find a guy with Embiid, at least three quarters of Embiid's skill set, than it is to find Simmons, right? Right, like Ennis Kaner, like an Ennis Kaner type dude. Right, Ennis. Right. Ryan's with Pennis. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I. I uh, it's just it's tough. It's tough. That's a tough question. I. I guess I would have to side with keeping him beat, uh, Simmons slightly, slightly. But I love them both. Right. Well, you suckers are well past your three minutes with the Sixers, I'll tell you that. Where Gary trying to stay relevant in the Sixers conversation? He's trying so hard not to like, 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 just say, all right, later. Yo, I'm over here like, let me smoke some weed. Yeah. Nah, at least we're getting it out of the way, bro. And I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. That's fine. That's all right. I got a fucking forty ounce. But like, like just to go back for one second though, because this is kind of on a, on a Brett Brown though. I mean, do you? I, I think you, like you guys were kind of agreeing with me. You like the idea of Simmons being at the four, but you also have to agree, right, that Simmons is better with the ball in his hands. He's a much better on ball player because you're taking what you're doing is you're taking away his probably his biggest attribute. Is facilitating and speed. He's not, a, he's not facilitating from the four. He's right. facilitating the balls. In his Th- what's he going to do? Right, pass and, the and ball to that's Embiid. What, that's what. We, that's what we were saying. Like, like, you can't just do it traditionally. Embiid, like Sim, Simmons, is a different kind of player. So, right. 
you have a fast break, you got to look for Simmons. The ball's got to go to his head. Like, so I'll say it again. Like, him at the four is a good idea, but it's got to be like a hybrid type thing. The offense, when it comes down to it, still needs to go through Simmons. You're not going outside. Why can't Shake just be the? Why can't Shake Milton just be the backup point guard that is so coveted on this team? Like I do think they have a player in Shake. Right. That doesn't mean he has to be in the starting lineup. <laughs> Look at Gary shaking. To me, yeah. To me, a bonafide. To me, point Josh guard. Richardson should be the. Josh Richardson should be the. Half-court ball handler. And I had that written down to talk about next because he has disappointed me so much, especially since the bubble began. Yep. He's been a complete bust, in my opinion. What the hell do we get? But that's again, like if every, but it's every player that comes here. Tobias Harris is not the player he was with the Clippers. Although yeah, he's, he's, he, he's looked good. He, he has, but overall, he's not the player he was with the Clippers that he's been here. Jason Richards or Josh Richardson is not the player he was with the Heat here. Al Horford is not the player he's been his whole career. What here. is it? What is it? Right? Jimmy Butler, like what's the what's the common denominator there? Like Al Horford, multiple times been a fucking all star. He comes here and he looks like shit. So the common denominator there, like, like it, it's the fucking coach. Yep. Yeah. So yes. I am not judging like this player sucks. This player sucks. I, like, I'm not judging any of that anymore. Like, the coach just doesn't work. Right. Now, if yeah. another coach comes in and it still doesn't work, then you got to start looking at the players. Right. It's true. Yeah, I agree. Dude, look at what Nick Nurse. <laughs> look at look at look at what Nick Nurse is doing with the Raptors losing Kawhi. We all thought the Raptors were going to fall off a little bit, right? Look they at look what, better. Dude, Nick Nurse is. Yeah. A, I I I'm sorry. Like I. I was totally wrong about him, man. That dude is a great coach. Great coach. Yeah. Right, they, they lost probably the best two-way player in the NBA today, and they look better. Yeah. See, that's – yeah, again, like I, I go back to it, the Josh Richardson thing. Is, is what, it's, it's like he should be the other guy that holds – like he should be the guy that you could run through the half court. He should be the guy like Simmons on the break and then let Richardson. Richardson is your two run the half court. And then then I, I guess you then you have Tobias Harris and then you just need to make you know uh, another you were hoping Horford what Horford would be at the four. Right. Um just anybody at the four that could play let Harris be the three and do that. But so, but Horford hasn't looked good on the Sixers, right? N- not not really. No. No. He's had a few flashes here and there. But again, like he's he, he's shooting a bunch of threes. He like he's doing the same like oh man. Just he's not the same player as he was in in Boston. And you know and then, you know, I know you guys aren't really on Twitter, but, like, his sister's attacking the fans, like, basically saying, like, you know, you, you know, it, it, things are just better in Boston, and, you know, you guys don't know what you have here. His, Horford said that? His sister. Horford's sister. His pig sister. Wow. His sister's pretty cute. Yeah. His sister's a whore. Pig Horford. 
Peg Horford. That's her name? Peg Horford? Like, she's fam- famous and showing her cooch all over the place because her oh, brother's yeah. a good basketball player. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Her fucking... Her cooter cleavage. No, that's all her. <laughs> my big black Johnson right down his goddamn throat. I would. It ain't gonna stop me. That's not gonna twist it. As long as I squirt. That's like you're still looking. Pink is That's not gonna twist it, Sean. Pink is pink. Fucking leave my children all over her cheek. They're fucking her crib midgets. I'm coming day and night. <laughs> crib midgets. <laughs> fucking crib critters. <laughs> my children all over them fat thighs. Oh man. All right, so we'll we'll see what we'll see what You're the not high. we'll see what the Sixers do. They got they got a few more games this week, and then uh, playoffs start uh, next next week, I think. Um, yeah, it's just t- crazy. They're, yeah, they're, they're, let's get off. They're two Let's get off. This. Let's we, we're like pissed off. We hate the way that they're playing. Right. No. Nah, let's get off of this, though. Let's talk about the toast of the town here. Come on. Let's get do it. Up. Let's talk about the toast of the town. Let's do it. Hell yeah, man. Filled up your flyers. Looking good. Looking good. Since things have started, yeah, they, they beat they beat Boston. 2-0 against the top in, against two of the top three teams. In the the other team. Boston had, was the only 100-point team in the NHL before the shutdown. And the flyers looked really good. They're 0-2. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't yeah. looked the same. You know what the other thing is? They're not just winning. They're winning by a couple goals each game. Mm-hmm. That's Dude, they made they made like Mike, you like you just said, they made two of the better teams in the NHL, not just the Eastern Conference. Like they they, they dominate. Yeah. Like it I mean, granted it's only two games, so I'm not saying, you know, in a seven game series, you know, it's gonna be more competitive. But it looked like they shouldn't even been on the ice with them. Like they, Alex Alexander Ovechkin yesterday for the first time in his career looked old. Mm. Yeah. Well, if you if you sit here and you think about it and you look about what the Canadians, I'm I'm sorry, the um, Capitals are, they're they're a beat you up checking team, and the Flyers just skated around it. Yeah, they. they I tell you what, that first period against the Capitals yesterday, I, I thought it was going to be. I, I thought it was not going to be a good sign for them. You know, Tom Wilson put a big hit on Provorov. Like these guys are hit, clobbering some some of the Flyers, and I think they at one point they were out hitting them like eleven to one or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they ended up out hitting them in the first period. Seventeen great to seven. Uh, oh yeah, here we, yeah. Let me put that up there. So right it's there. such a shame the Flyers fans can't be in the arena to support them. Yep. Yep. That's a great comment. Yeah, he's right. He's right. Like my brother was saying the other day, last week when we were on with uh, the beautiful Mrs. Hart, um, it's a shame we might have a parade and we're not going to be able to go to it. Yeah. Well, we, we ain't going to have a parade. Right. Like it would be the year that, you know, they win it and you can't fucking go a parade. But that aside. Uh, um, uh, we'll survive. 
with the how good the, how good the Flyers have looked in the first two games, right? And think about it. Giroux has done nothing. Couturier has done nothing. Yeah. Voracek has done nothing. Right. And they've what, looked dominant. Which makes me which makes me even more confident with the comment on the conversation we were having earlier. If the Flyers get their power play going, man. And the thing is, a lot of teams right now in the bubble are, are strong, struggling, are, they're struggling with the power play. Uh, the penalty kill is just basically, you know, it's, it's basically you're going off a of will, and the power play is going off a of skill, and the skill isn't there right now. You know, the, the power play is just not. Going... Like they, they haven't played in so long. But like That's why you get to the middle of the first round, man, the NHL is going to be fun. It's going to be fun, yeah. man. Yeah, there's, no, there's no gel aspect yet with no. the power play. No. Takes a while. Yeah, but man. you know what the funny thing is, is I think that the biggest thing that the, the uh, Flyers have going for them is their chemistry. I mean, we talked about it last week that we were hoping, like, their chemistry is, is solid. We were hoping that they'd pick back up, and they have. So, I mean, again. Like, yeah, like, like, again, we were talking about, like, their chemistry, their depth, their puck support, the way the goalies are playing. Like, the, the... Oh, we lost – we lost, we lost Ryan. Mid- we lost Mark. Ryan mid mid sentence. That's good. That's fun. That's fun <laughs> well, for everybody. I'm, I'm jump on. I'm, I'm we lost Ryan. <laughs> what he was getting at. Yeah. Go ahead. So what I'm going to say is this is the same team that Hackstall had, pretty much. Right. So I'm going to say, cheers to the management for making the Flyers and the players buy in. Cheers. Well, maybe this is maybe this on, Joe. You should light that fucking jersey on fire. Why, Ron Hextall? Ron Hextall. Ron Hextall built this team. I'm only kidding. Ron Hextall did build this team. Yep. He built this. Right. Team. He, only, he, drafted, he drafted these players. You're right. There's, yep. there's a couple things. He, he obviously um, was too patient, and he hired Hextall. Big mistakes. Yeah, 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 but at the, the but at the time when they, when he hired Hackstall, I don't think any of us were against it because it it wasn't the traditional Flyers hire. Right, he was trying to make a, a change. Right, like like so so Hackstall, I mean, with all his flaws, he did some good things here. Like he changed the well, flyer away. I said the only two things that you know he definitely did wrong. I mean, we were giving him credit. You might have jumped on a little bit late. We were giving him credit for building the team that's that's here now. Well, he did the same thing in uh, Los Angeles with the Kings. He built the team that won the cup. Well, he was the assistant GM. No, he was the assistant guy. But he didn't do. He, he didn't draft. Um, he didn't draft quick. He didn't um make the final call on the trade for Mike Richards and Jeff Carter. But he he was he was aggressive with the Flyers when he came here. He he made some some pretty bold moves in the draft. He he drafted well. In my opinion, he drafted well. Their farm system was in the shitter, and and yeah. they, were, they were to give some young talent. And actually, speaking of young talent, one of the guys, uh, Ryan, you, you were talking about uh, Oscar Lindblom uh, before the show. Yeah, he um, so he's had he's cleared, like he's able to take contact. He's on the ice. He's practicing with them. He's on the roster. Um, he may see some playoff action here. Um. Uh, Alan Vigneault, his comment was, well, I was told he, he'll be ready in September. So I guess we got to get to September. 
So I like it. Well, with that being said, also one another one of the young <sighs> kids, Lawton, he's on fucking fire. Like there, there's just no end of what he's doing. And they lost, they lost one of their guys, and then they got it replaces who did well. They got it replaces them. Farby. Yeah, it's all Farby. Yeah. Like, like again, yeah, that comes down to their depth. Yeah, like the third. The Flyers right now, you know, I, you don't want to like go too far, but right now, like that means you posted on Facebook, bro. Yeah, the the Flyers have the look. Anybody She's got thinking the they're going to face the Flyers? The Lightning look. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's there's of the of the eight teams in the um in this round robin there's four teams that are two and out into their own two right mm-hmm. so you know and another great thing Pittsburgh Penguins were eliminated uh... Pittsburgh got eliminated so yeah that's love it so almost worried about like getting the fourth seed and having to face them now we wouldn't even have to worry about it I think it's time for them to start cleaning the house the only thing that sucks about it is that because they're eliminated and they didn't make the playoffs, they're in the running for the first overall pick. In the Are draft, they really in the draft? Yeah. How? How about that? Every every team that did not make the playoffs. Oh, that doesn't make the playoffs. So yeah, they're in the lottery. Yeah. Yes. Your name yeah, they're, they're gonna have the least the least chance because they're the fifth seed. So I mean, they're gonna have the I, best record. I don't know if it's going that way. I think it's set up a little differently. It's who gives a fuck. The yeah, Flyers are going to make yeah. a push, man. But you think you think it's time for the Penguins to blow it up, Gar? I, I yeah. Well, they still got Malkin, dude. Give me a break. That's what they got. Malkin. They got Crosby. They still got um. The, who's the other one? Um, Crosby's Latang, not, right. Latang. Crosby's not going anywhere. But I mean, maybe it's time to start moving some of them veterans. You think? Yeah, I do. I do. Crosby's still one of the best players in the world. I said he's not going anywhere. Don't keep him. Latang. But that's the core, homie. Like, like that's all I'm saying. Like that's the core. That, like it's it's Malkin, it's Crosby, and Latang. Right. And who's the other one? They signed him two years ago. Another goal scorer. Past two seasons, they haven't done much. Yeah. Speaking of homie, I got I got a, the ghetto word of the day. It's cologne. Yo, Holmes, think you could loan me some dollars? <laughs> Yo, Ryan. G-F-Y-N. <laughs> so, I, I don't know, man. Like, you're, I don't know if they blow it up. You know, fuck the, fuck, why are we talking about the Penguins? Fuck them. I'm not worried about the yeah, Penguins. Fuck Pittsburgh. That shit all over fucking city. Why don't you try getting jacked off under the table in front of the whole damn family? That's right. When it goes, so when it comes to Pittsburgh, it stinks. It stinks. Yo, every team has the same colors. It stinks. Yeah, they do. They're one of the few. There's only. There's only a couple. That's really original. That's yeah. fucking original. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Let's go up black and yellow. Every time. Give them a big shit burger to eat. You ever get some coleslaw and French fries on your burger? Yeah, fucking black and yellow. Crack of some fellow. So uh, <laughs> that means that if the Flyers beat the Lightning, they face the Canadians. 
All right, so say they end up the two seed. Say they lose tomorrow. Who do they play? It depends. If uh, – <laughs> with that. They, they can't play um, – I think they end up playing the winner of the – Mike, Mike, and the words of the rock, it doesn't matter who they play. Yeah? Right. It doesn't matter. Yo, Tampa. Tampa Bay is fucked. They're, they're so fucking fast. Fuck Tampa Bay. They're been, fast, dude. That's a flawed team. They don't know how to win in the playoffs. I get you, bro. I agree with you, but they're fucked. They score quick. Flyers are quick, too, though, man. They're so fast, man. Dude, I, I tell you what. Speaking of speaking of quick and, and, and uh, you know, who's been all over the ice, Scott Lawton. Scott Lawton yeah. has scored in every game since, they, since they've been back in the in, since, from the uh, shutdown. Every single game he's scored. Hottest player in the entire NHL, bro. It's crazy. I think that the, the, I think the player that's looked the best on this team, and he's been really the anchor all year, is Kevin Hayes. Oh. Like that dude, like the shit he does. It's like that goal he got for um that pass. Dude. Yeah, that pass he gave um Jesus Christ. That was, that was yesterday. Uh, that, the pass he gave him. That was uh. Uh, was it Lawton? No, Lawton. no, 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 no. It was uh, defenseman. Um, yeah, um, uh, Myers. No, yeah. it wasn't Myers. It was um, Niskanen. No, it was no. not. Jesus Christ, I can't think right now. Right, like I it can't wasn't believe him going to play. But anyway, he he was over on the side, and like at the boards, he was weaving, bobbing, weaving, dipsy through, and then boom, 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 like. He did it on two of the goals. Like, did you see the look on his face after that goal, Ryan? Yeah, it was like, thank God somebody got fucking um, open. Oh, he was like, Sandheim. Yeah. Sandheim's goal. Sandheim. Yeah. Sandheim. Yeah, but that was a nice pass. Who who passed it? Uh, that was, who did the like? He got it out of the corner. On the other goal, that was Konechny. Konechny did the roundabout yeah. spun spun around it. behind his back. Yeah. Yeah, that was Konechny. Yeah. 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 That's best in the world, man. Go on, you nerd. Dude, I'm telling you, though, the, the one thing is, man, that goaltender was way out of position on that. Hope yeah. he was way out yeah. of position. That's Dude, his fault. Fuck him, Mike. It's still a goal. I'll tell you what, man. The yeah. Flyers have uh, – maybe I'm wrong. I'm not. Look, I'm, do, I'm just doing this off the top of my head. I'm not looking at stats. It sounds it, – it, I just – from my experience, like going to games, you know, when, when Hopi was in that or just watching him, it seems like the Flyers have Hopi's number. Like, it just seems like every they, time. Yeah, there's something about every him. Like they, they, I mean, the, the, yeah. but the, yesterday was considered a playoff game. Mm-hmm. It was. In, yeah. in, in twelve previous playoff games, Hopi has shut them down. He's got like a one point six GAA. Okay. I mean, okay. Ah, that's that's good. They they showed. It looks like the Sixers are going to win. How about Elliot? Gives up one goal. Yeah, and we were all questioning that. I'm a pessimist, but Carter Hart would have probably had a shutout because that goal he gave up was weak. He left a hole like this in the, the, like, in the five hole. But he still faced 36 shots. They didn't have 30 shots. 30 shots. No, Elliot didn't. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't have 30 shots. The Flyers had them like 22 or 23 shots. Yeah. Yeah. I remember late – well, I know earlier in the game they held them to, you know. The end of the second period, the Capitals only had 13 shots. Yeah, and the Flyers he, he, dominated he the third se- period. They had 17 shots. 
17 shots. Yeah. 17 shots, that's it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that's that Provorov Niskanen. And I think they held on the three shots in the third. They had 15? Yeah, right? they had 13. At the, four. They had 13 at the end uh, of the 13, second. 13, okay. Damn. Four shots in the third period. Show them, what's their power play percentage? The, fly, the Flyers? On the kill. On the kill, yeah. Oh, uh, they're, they're, I think they're best right now. I think I the Flyers. They were going into, the, going into the bubble, they were 13th in the league on the penalty kill. And there's how many teams? Are they 13? Better than that. That's still good. Uh, I'm trying to see. Power play, but like I thought they were like third or something in the penalty kill. Yeah, they're they're, they're third overall defensively. Okay. But the penalty kill that they were like thirteenth. That's all. Yeah. Uh, So this is giving me every team. So that's not going to work. This is getting me every team throughout the year. It's not giving me the bubble. I was trying to see. Yeah, the Flyers were 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. They were 11th. Uh, before, before COVID. Yeah, before COVID. Before, yeah. yeah, like before the bubble. Yeah, yeah, that's before the bubble. That, that, that's pretty goddamn good. Yeah, like an 11th ranked penalty kill. Like you'd want it a little better, but yeah. you'll take that. Now, if been... the power play, if the power play was better, it would make up for that. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you what, if that, that power play clicks, uh, because like you said earlier, Sean, fucking Jerome's been quiet. Uh, fucking, um, who's that guy you love, Ryan? Korchak. Yeah, yeah, he's fucking. been quiet. Like their their veterans have been quiet. So, yeah, but it's only two games. There's a lot of guys. That... That's that's the point I'm making. Mike. Right. That's what we if they start clicking with the veterans in the power play, man, fuck. You see that shot that you see that oh. shot that Drew had against uh, Boston. Jesus like, Christ! That slap shot and you heard. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like that. He's got such a wicked slap shot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna like, talk about. Like, I'm gonna talk about Carter Hart real quick though in, in game one, um, and how. I mean, that that's technically, like we were saying, that's technically a playoff game. That's his first career right. playoff game. And He dude, did struggle a little bit. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. In the first period, he had a little, he had a little bit of trouble, Ryan. But in the second, third period, yeah, he, he was much better. I thought he was solid. He I mean, not, yeah, he didn't give nothing up, though. What? He didn't give nothing up. I, I didn't say he did. I'm just saying he looked a little... Off, that's all in the first period. That's all it looked like he was just getting his legs. That's all. Uh, maybe I'm, I'm not gonna, uh, I didn't see it. I didn't see it either, but okay. I, I thought he looked phenomenal. There was actually, I'm sorry, Gary. I don't mean Yeah, like I thought I, he was solid the whole game. I don't mean to shit oh, on you, but you know. No, second and third period he looked much better. In the first period he he did struggle. There was one save that he made in the third, and it was late in the third. They're trying to make a comeback. And uh, it, it wasn't it, – there was no, like, big deal made of it because it wasn't like – you know, he didn't sprawl out. He didn't do anything spectacular. It was it was something that we've had Jason Martinez on. And, and Jason Martinez, when he when we were watching uh, – it's actually before Carter Hart came up, when we were talking about Carter Hart potentially coming up. And this is, like, before he was – you know, I guess he was still with Lehigh Valley. And, and uh, Jason Martinez said, uh, basically uh, – and speaking of Jason – 
Hey, this is Jason Bertides from 97.5. <laughs> he said, basically, uh, he's fundamentally sound. He, he always knows where to be. He's always in position. So right, he's he, always in the right spot. He made this play on in the third period, which was the most impressive save I think I've seen him make thus far in his career. And it wasn't anything spectacular. He's on the left. He's made some really good ones, man. He's on the left left post. They they have I think they had a man advantage. If they didn't, they they were controlling the puck for a little while there. They were all set up. He's on the left side. He read the pass before the pass was made, and he just comes yeah. over to the right post and is already ready. The guy sits with the puck goes ah shit, just shoots it, and he's already yep. sitting there. And he just put it in his chest, and that was it. I I couldn't believe it. I, I was like. That 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 like a play like that is clearly why like, like me personally, I, I I hate doing these comparisons with a young player, but he, that that's why he rem- reminds me of Brodor. Brodor wasn't the goalie that 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 made the spectacular saves. He I was think, just always in the right position. I think that comparison is one of the better ones, Ryan. Yeah, and, like I'm he's just tell you what. You look at my Martin Brodor. Brodor all right, he had a handful of highlight reel saves. But nothing spectacular. He was just always at the right spot. He, like he he would read the like he would see two three things ahead. Like like he would read the play and it just he was just always in the right spot. Mm-hmm. Tough to score on, man. That was yeah. You think of you think of like Hashik. Hashik got all the all the glory and, and everything, but Brodeur had the much better career. Right, Hasek would have made them spectacular saves, but it was because he was always out of position. Yeah, and he, and he was he was just so athletic that he was yeah. able to get to recover. Hasek, like his fucking arms was going with a fucking python. Hasek, like his so fucking long. Hasek might have been the most unorthodox goalie I think I've ever seen, but he made it. Yeah. I mean, he he made it. Ha- I mean, he obviously relied on his talents and his and his abilities, and he made it work for him. He was one of the greatest goalies ever, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. But yeah, some of the saves you watch him make, you're like, "Oh my, how the fuck did he do that?" Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty remarkable. Yeah. But the the, the Flyers set up here. So, so who you start tomorrow? Hart. Hart. Carter Hart. Yeah. And then well, when the first round of the playoffs starts, if you start Carter Hart tomorrow, Ryan, and he. Has even if he even if they lose and he has an exceptional game, you just ride it out with him. No, I mean you start. Yeah, you start hard. I mean yeah, you, you don't do the, the fucking goalie by committee. You don't don't do that. No, I mean I agree. I mean I think that it was a good idea to like I, I don't know. I don't know if I say I think it's a good idea. I can understand why they wanted to get Elliot in. To get yeah, you got to keep your backup loose, Mike. I get right. it. I to get, get him some work, but. Yeah. Hart's your starter. You ride with Hart. Even the if Hart, not, the only thing that I have, day, you ride with Hart. The reason I disagree with him, Mike, is it was the second game. No, I understand. You know what I mean. So it's the second game. Let Hart play. Right. Hart, Hart plays well. Okay, give him a day off against the next game. Yeah, but you want him. You would want him to but have now. Now you game. want him against Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Well, not not just that. It's not even. It has nothing to do with Tampa Bay. You want him to have a, a tune-up game before the start of the playoffs. Right. I want to sit on the game before the playoffs. You want him sharp going in. All the- right, but I'm talking about Hart. Like that's, they, not, that's, that's what I mean. Right, right, I'm saying you gave him a day off. Now you're glad you did because he's going to face Tampa Bay. Right. And so, yeah, but 
we're not sure who the hot goaltender is right now. I mean, we're assuming. Uh, yeah, like, like what do you mean? Like, what do you mean by that? Say, say Hart doesn't have a great game tomorrow. Like, like I, it's so you're riding Elliot? No. Carter Hart's the starting goalie here. Yes. Carter, Carter Hart, Hart, like, you don't go back and forth. Carter Hart's the guy you got to ride. He, he's right. your future. If, if he loses it. It doesn't work. Right. If he loses it for you in the playoffs, so oh. be it. Well, I mean, if if he looks terrible the first two – if he looks terrible against Tampa and in the first two games, then maybe consider using Elliott. I, I, I disagree. If where he doesn't look good, then maybe you consider Elliott. I, that's a possibility, Mike. But now, I he has to look pretty bad. We're not getting a bad game again. Yeah, like, like – We're not getting back-to-back bad games from him. Well, I don't – yeah, I mean – You're just not. That'd be a disaster situation. Yeah, I mean, I, I doubt it's happening. So, I'm – I'm saying that it's – you're riding with Hart. Like he, yeah, like, like he looks bad tomorrow, and then the first two games of the, of the, of the series, like he gives up four and five. This then maybe you got to do something. But that then if, if you wind up having to do something, then Elliot's the guy. Like right. it, That Carter Hart will win a Vezina Trophy in, in the next few years. He will. Gary and his bold statements. I'm telling you, he will. <laughs> Mark my it's words. true. I – the other thing too, um, uh, actually, I forgot my fucking point. I had a point about Hart. Oh, the fact that uh, we're talking about back-to-back losses and stuff. Um, tech, I know, I know, it's August, but before shutdown, the Flyers hadn't lost back-to-back games since early January. So they went two months. They went two months without losing back-to-back games, and now in their last ten games, they were nine and one. Right. Yep. Nine and one. Yep. So you know, this, other, this oh, is yeah, that. Yeah, they're 11 and wait, wait a minute. Who was the one game they lost to? Boston. 2-0. Two no, two yeah, Boston. 2-0. Yeah. So, but, but this was a stat I brought up, like, before, like, the shutdown happened. In 2019, against the Panthers, the Penguins, the Capitals, and the, and the Bruins, the Flyers were 1-9. and nine. Yeah. This year, they were 8-1. and one. Wow. They had one more game left against them teams. And what they were eight well, and, they lost, and what changed? They, they lost both games to Tampa this year. I didn't count Tampa in that. It no. was it was Florida, Boston, Washington, and uh, Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. And, and what changed with that team? That that the management, the oh, coach. The coach. Oh, the coach look at that! In the goaltending. Look so, at that! Are you saying that maybe if they fire Brett Brown, that maybe the Sixers hey! will change? I'm picking up what you're putting hey. down. Yeah, so. Do we want to do uh, through the beers next and then our little uh, debate conversation we're going to have? Or what do you want? Yeah, let's do through the beers. Let's do that now. We haven't done this in a while, man. It's been it's been a long time hey. since we did through the beers. Just bear with me. You gotta give me a second, Gary, because I know you had something Japanese special planned. The Japanese bought the harbor and said, Thank you. In 1985, Michael Jackson was black. And at some point in history, everyone's mother wants to be cream pie. This is Corner Pop Sports, taking you through moments in history with Through the Beers. Go ahead, yeah. 1933, uh-huh. Philadelphia A, and 1933 to Philadelphia. Go ahead. Yeah. 
1933, the Philadelphia A's beat the Yankees 7-0. First time the Yankees were ever shut out. In 1948, veteran pitcher debuts for Cleveland. Uh, Satchel Page debuts for Cleveland. Satchel! Satchel! (laughs) Satchel! Satchel! He goes seven innings in a win versus Washington. 1962, New York York Mets' Frank Thomas hits his sixth home run in three games. Frank Thomas? Yeah. Yeah, the other Frank Thomas. 1982, future Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sets AOL mark of 50 stolen bases in nine of his first 11 seasons. Do you remember how many? Do you remember how many bases he stole in a season for the record? No. 64. I think it was more than that. 2006. St. Louis first baseman Albert Pujols is first MLB player to hit at least 30 home runs in, in his first four seasons. Wow. 2006, <clears throat> Barry Bonds hits his 715th home run, moves past Babe Ruth for second all-time. The ball fetches $220,000 at all. all Jesus. Time. Worth more than fucking houses. Nine, 1993, Tony Gwynn gets six hits, fourth time this Padre had five or more hits in a game. He did that five times? The five times? Six hits? In the same like, it's hard to get. It's hard to get fucking six at-bats in a game. Yeah. I'm, yo, I'm drunk and a little motherfucker. Yeah, by by the way, safety. just so you know, uh, Ricky Henderson had 130 in a season. 130 stolen oh. feet? Yes, he did. What year? Holy oh, shit. 82. You got a, you got a, uh, you got a message there, guys. Ah, hello. Thanks for listening. Share the feed. Uh, <laughs> ready? In 1975, Philadelphia Phillies create MLB record when eight straight batters get a hit versus the Cubs, Billy Bonham. In 1979, Phillies' Pete Rose, then a third baseman, collects collects the... Uh, Young kids. Major League <laughs> Baseball record, 2,427 career singles in home loss against the fucking Pirates. Not the Pirates, the fucking Pirates. Yeah, fucking Pirates. Uh, <laughs> here we go. In 1966, the Beatles released the album Revolver. In 1963, Johnny Cash release, releases fucking Ring of Fire. In 1983, Black Sabbath releases the album Born Again. Oh, that's why we're playing this song. Okay. Now I, I was holding out hope for that one. My it? life is complete now that I know that. <laughs> I love you, bro. Well done. Good job. Thanks. Thank you. All right, cool. It's always yeah, good to have Gary back on something. The, the yeah, more drunk that Gary is when he's reading it, the better it is. Yeah. You want to get back to say, Tony yeah, Quinn. Yeah, you know, I remember months ago, and Ryan says, I said to him, yo, let's do through the beer. She's like, nah. 
Sean's gonna make you do it later when you're drunk, so you fuck it up. <laughs> but getting back to Tony Gwynn, five times in his career had six fucking hits. No, no, five times in his career he had five or more hits. Now, even still, five hits in a game. Right. Yeah. Right. That's hard to do in. It's hard to get five at bats in a game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, that's Tony Gwynn, bro. Well, yeah, we know Tony Gwynn's the best ever. Best, well, best hitter. Best hitter. Best hitter we saw. Ted Williams might have been the best hitter ever. But we. Yeah, I mean, Ted Williams, T Rose. Best that we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, best pure hitter of our lifetime. I, there's no doubt Tony Gwynn. It's either our, him or Ichiro. I mean. Yeah, you, fucking, know, you know what sucks about Ichiro? I'm sorry, guy. Go ahead. Pete Rose was fun to watch. I'll tell you that. Yeah. The thing I mean, that's, that's so what he said. said. That, that fuck that. I mean, he had over 2,000 fucking whole, uh, singles. Yeah. The, the thing In that's, 1979. The thing that sucks about. Um, um, How many singles do you think he had in one night? What's his record? I don't, I don't know. Nah, he, he he at least went double digits, 13-year-olds, 14-year-olds. I love that you knew where I was going with that, Sean. <laughs> uh, For my meal kit delivery, I chose the vegetarian box. Oh, meal sorry. Meal <laughs> I want that to come through. A vegetarian box. Yeah, sorry. What do you eat? And it tastes like carrots? <laughs> yeah. <The> vegetarian Adders. <laughs> yeah. Adders kale on my beard. I got a cow cunt. That's the end of the, that's the, that's the, that's the, end of the show. What's that? Is that your udders? Uh. <laughs> There's too much milk in here. You and your dirty udders. The milk's all over my shorts. You got it all over my shorts. <laughs> and there it goes. <laughs> Your udders, they fucking stink. Look at Mike. Look at Mike. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to find something to watch on TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Here hold comes on. This shit. Hold on, ready? Listen, listen. I stuck my big black Johnson right down his goddamn throat. He said, my daughter in there! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Sean. my daughter in there! Sean, did you put that Jack Black rant on there? Is that no, my not yet. daughter in there? I didn't, get, I didn't get a chance to yet. I'll have to, I'll have to. Is that my daughter in there? My daughter! Yeah, she's in here with her leg, with grabbing her ankles. Uh, with, her, with her high school skirt on. What do you think of that? A lot of people's daughters are in there. <laughs> I'm going to go to L.A. and go to the strip. I'm trying to fuck Rihanna. Yeah. Wow, yeah. That's great. Don't try to deny it. Your daughter's a dirty fucking hog. <laughs> and she's in here. A hog. <laughs> All right, so... We, she's a fucking hog. I was uh, I was watching the game last night, the Flyers game, and then I was watching you know the Philly. It was it was great, man. It was a, it was a great uh, uh, 
was a great one-two punch, I got to tell you, man. Phillies, we'll get to the Phillies in a little bit. But, I, you know, a thought just came to my mind. And, uh, yeah, I hit you guys up about it. And I'm really curious because I don't know what Gary's going to say about this. I think I, I know what – I think I know what you other you – know, Mike and I, Ryan are thinking about it. But I was thinking about the greatest athlete ever. Hmm. And who would be the greatest athlete ever? All The major sports. Okay, I'm not talking Dr. about – I'm not talking about individual athletes, okay? Because – Oh, 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 oh! That you know <laughs> Because, uh, well, you know what? Uh, uh, see, because team sports, team sports. All right, greatest athlete in team sports. That's that, that seriously changes the conversation. Because it, it, you know Carl Lewis, right? You know guys like that who Jesus Christ, man. Pete Sampras, um, the, 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 the Michael Phelps, Tiger, like you know Tiger and those guys, like you. I don't know, man. Like, although I don't really, I wouldn't consider. Yeah, Tiger's not an athlete. Jesse Owens. Yeah, I want to put that in there. Jesse Owens. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, exactly. So I, I want to. Jim Thorpe. Mark. Mark. Uh, Mark said Jim Thorpe. That's a great example. Jim. Jim Thorpe actually. Actually, to be honest with you, he played everything. He played football. He did everything. Uh, but he also played in the time where, you know, turn that the fuck off. I'm We're, sorry, man. It's only your fucking sixth year on the show. Christ. Um, where, you know... 299 episodes and we still can't get it right. Yeah, you can't turn his fucking ringtone off. Fuck. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! It still has I'm it. sorry. Yeah, you know. I'm sorry, I'm drunk. Yeah. Um, where's, yeah, where's the cup? I still see I still, I still, see the cup in the background. Oh, yeah, it's right there. Yeah, I'm Oh yeah, for those who don't know what that is, <laughs> let me show everyone on Facebook Live what that is. This is this actually actually nice amount of money in it. This is the Gary Sorry jar. <laughs> this is the Gary Sorry jar. Every time he says sorry for something. Yeah, uh, uh, Polsky said he played with himself. <laughs> Talk about Jesse Owens and Jim Thorpe. <laughs> now, team sports, best athlete in team sports. Because, you know, you can go one ball, cheating motherfucker, Lance Armstrong. All right? You can do that. But we're not going to go that route. All right. Let's hold, let's hold off on – What's his face? Michael Phelps? Saying who we really um, – Michael – actually, if you if you want to go that route, I, Michael Phelps might have been my choice. I mean, outside. Pete Sampras? I, I still go, um, I still go Michael Phelps. I mean, uh, Roger Federer? I mean, you know, going – but – um. How about even somebody who he didn't play long because he got Bo Jackson? Dude, turn your fucking ringtone off. The fuck? Go ahead. Jesus Christ, what the fuck? Like, four fucking times, turn it off. Keeps going off. Ball bag? I'm going to mute him, motherfucker. I'm muting him. Until he turns it off. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so, the, the Bo Jackson? Yeah. Um, that's a good, that's a good one, man. That's a good one. Um, Christ, uh, Muhammad Ali. I mean, again, that's not a team sport. Yeah. So, uh, with the team sport, um, Dr. J. Uh, Jesus. Um, 
the more you think about it, Sean, it's hard to go against your choice. Um, Someone on the uh, message board agrees as well. But, yeah, you know, um, but, but you might have a point. Mike, Gary, just so you Michael know. Vett, Michael Vick? Gary, yeah, no, just wanna, most athletic. Gary, you just can, so you know, you're muted. Guys like Mahomes and Lamar Jackson and those types of guys now, but yeah, you I know, can... best athlete, or are you talking about, you know, the best, the most valuable? Your person? choice, your choice. Who who is the best athlete? Who is Lawrence the best? Taylor. Dude, I'm, I'm gonna turn I'm, the ringtone off. I thought I did. It, it went off 16 times since you you left, and now you're and now you're still not turning it off. <laughs> First time on a show, everybody. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna put my choice up here, and I think Mike is with me on this. Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, I mean, we we talked about this on the text board. I mean. The, the guy has the, the two – is leading the um, the league in history for the two biggest categories. And it's – there isn't really that many people that are not e- even that close to him. So. Yeah, I uh, I, I, I tend to agree. Uh, Ryan, you uh, got a message there. Uh, I, I – yeah. Um, but- like my my the first thing I thought about when you mentioned Wayne Gretzky. Now you know me, you all know me, I'm a pessimist and shit, but he didn't play defense. And, and you know, he he just did what he did on his talent and everything, but he didn't play defense. Um but it's hard to it's still so hard to go against. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough to it's tough to equate defense. It's tough to equate defense in hockey. It's it's weird. It's like it's hard to give a statistic for defense in hockey. Right. I it's mean, like they don't yeah. really have too many defensive player awards, and yeah, and, and he's a forward, so it's even tougher. Like, what do you go off plus minus? It's, right, it's kind of hard. It's, right. it's it's hard to do. I I hear what you're saying. Uh, you know, he was a guy that no one fought. Right, no one ever fought Wayne Gretzky because they respected him too much. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, like I'm gonna beat the shit out of Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, like, like, no one that have done for your career. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck because your own teammates are probably gonna kick your ass for doing that. Um, but talk about a guy. I mean, more career assists. Why, Devin? There you go. Then anybody has points. Um, it, it's again, it's hard. It, I'm not going to go chalk and just agree with you, but it, it's hard to disagree with you if that so, makes sense. So yeah, so just put, but just to put it in perspective, right? So he he was never he was never a uh, considered a goal scorer's goal scorer. Right, like that went more towards like guys like Bobby Orr, you know, maybe even Larry Lemieux was more considered a goal scorer than Wayne Gretzky was, but yet he still had, you know, hundred and what, eight or eight hundred and I don't know, fifty nine or whatever it was, eight hundred seventy six or something. Is that what he had? 
What, the goals? Yeah, I mean, he still owns the record. Yeah. So, yet he produced nine 50-goal seasons. Nine. John LeClaire did it twice yeah. or three times here, and we were in awe. Like, yeah. oh, my God. Right. That, yeah. Sean, it was it was funny, man. He'd, he'd have a year where he'd have 100 assists or something, or, like, some, some ridiculous number of assists and be like, see, he, you know, he's just an assist guy. He can't score goals. Then the next year, he'd score, like, 50 goals. And then he'd be like, oh, you know, and he'd just go back and forth. Like, he did whatever he wanted. Right. Doesn't he have doesn't he have a couple um uh two hundred point seasons? He has uh two hundred yeah, he has um four times. He scored two hundred points four. four times in a season. Two hundred points. He had two hundred points in a season. Two hundred points. Four yeah. times. A hundred points is considered unheard of. Like it's considered like a league leader, right? Four times. Yep. Hundred four times. Well, hundred points. A hundred points you're among the league leaders, yeah. Yeah. Um he averaged uh and he did it he did it in a different era of hockey too. Like like you weren't supposed to be able to score like that in that era. I am so no, glad actually it wasn't uh, I'm glad it wasn't as bad up. as like the two thousands or like the nineties or two thousands with the trap and stuff. It wasn't I I I'd, I'd equate it to kind of similar to how it is today. But the but my point is Mike like they're like it, it, called like penalties weren't as strict like like you could get away with a lot more a lot more checking now rain when he got to a certain point in his career probably five six years in and he i think he played 20 um i mean if you hit gretzky a little bit the wrong way you were getting called for a penalty Mm -hmm. right so the other thing is the goaltender's equipment the pads and everything else weren't nearly as you know as good as they are today. Right. So, yeah. you know, it's tough to, you know, talk about errors and, you know, go through that. But Yeah, it's tough to do that in any sport. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, the same thing, I mean, you know, I'll throw it out there, Ryan. So, the first thing you thought of was Michael Jordan. Right. Like, when Sean first sent this um, this text, um, initially, my first thought, Michael Jordan. Um I just look at Michael Jordan like, um, all right, so Kobe had the the, the, the killer mentality, right? Mm-hmm. Wilt had the dominant mentality. Um, Dr. J was the athletic. Um, Allen Iverson was the most influential. Um, again, Shaq was the dominant. You want a little bit of all that? Oscar Robinson. Oscar Robinson Oscar has Robinson the most reigns, the, right? Right. But you want a little bit of all that to me – you look at Michael Jordan. Um, Michael Jordan to me is, again, I may be biased because I grew. We all grew up watching him. Um, he's the greatest basketball player ever. So, like when this first this conversation first started, that was my initial thought. Like that was what immediately came to my mind. Um, but I, I, I'm going to sound like a broken record here. Like I'm getting. It's really, really hard to disagree with Kretzky. Um, the other thing, too, like with, with Jordan, it, there's people now who think that Jordan's still not he, – he, that he's not the greatest. There's people who think LeBron might be the greatest. There's people who think that, uh, you know, Kareem might be the greatest. You know, there is no – there is very I – don't, I don't know anybody that says anything yeah. other than There's Kretzky. no dispute. 
There's yeah. no dispute. Wayne Gretzky's the greatest hockey player ever, right? So he. So what about? Yep. Sorry, just just Thanks. to cut in a little bit. What about somebody else throwing a couple other guys out there? Like, uh, you know, it, it's hard to throw a quarterback in there, but does does Brady start to get consideration? He's apparently the greatest football player ever. See, I no, I don't consider him the greatest football player. I consider him the greatest quarterback. Right. And Brady's not athletic. No. But, I mean, is he more valuable? Like, does he – it depends. But this is just about an athlete, the, like, greatest athlete ever. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you were, we were talking about it a little bit, and Sean basically said, like, it's kind of a little bit of whatever you're throwing out there. Polsky said greatest Jordan. Athlete. Yeah, Polsky says Jordan. That's um, his pick. Yeah. Um, Jerry Rice, Jim Brown. Jim Brown's career wasn't that long. No. All right, here's a, here's another one. Barry Sanders. Hey, you don't need to keep fucking falling on my phone. She was doing it. I didn't do it. All right, go ahead. Barry Sanders. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, Barry Sanders. Again, his talent, talent wasn't was. long, but, like, when you talk about greatest running backs, um, his name's mentioned, and, I mean, that's what you say. He didn't play long enough, but – um. Emmett Smith. Uh, one I said earlier, Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor revolutionized that. He, he changed the, the linebacker, linebacker position. Yeah, he did. He changed the linebacker position for sure. Tough position to play, sideline to sideline, yeah, man. I, yeah, when I thought of NFL players, non-quarterback NFL players that were the best ever, mm-hmm. I looked at Jerry Rice. I just thought that statistically he That's was a good one, Mike. far away from – you know, the next set of wide receivers in mm-hmm. a lot of statistical categories. It, it was, you know, really dominant. So, so j- just just to, you know, you, you asked about Jordan. You asked about uh, some other players, maybe even some other players in the NHL. You know, maybe like Gordy Howe. Babe Ruth. Right, so. Um, pitched for Christ's sake. So, so Gordy Howe, uh, well, well, Gretzky outscored him by 93 goals. Uh, and Gordy Howe had a long career, so you can compare that. Like those, those are comparable numbers. Didn't Gordy Howe like play like an equivalent of like twenty six years? He played years a or long time, and and Gretzky played less and still outscored him by almost a hundred goals. Um, you know, so so he so Gretzky averaged one hundred and fifty nine points a season in his career. Average. Averaged one hundred and fifty nine points For a season. Twenty years. Yep. There's nobody in the league that gets 159 points. That's basically that's basically 3,200 points. He played for 20 years. Eight straight Hart Memorial Trophy uh, winners. He it, won eight straight MVPs. Eight straight MVPs. Eight straight. Yeah. Um, it's, it's over. <laughs> it's over. So yeah, the conversation's if, over. So yeah. so just the, the conversation's over. So just a little bit more. If you if you took if you took uh, Gretzky's numbers and and so take his numbers right and and the amount of points he is ahead of the next guy. Oh my thing is you because uh, he left. I don't know if I don't know if Gary's coming back. <laughs> um, because if you take his percentage points uh, or his, her, I'm sorry, his his um, the amount of points he's ahead of the next guy and percentage and, and like did a percentage of the other sports of 
like say like you took Gretzky's numbers and put him towards baseball for, for home runs. Yeah, yeah, for home runs. The difference between them. Yeah. He would have hit 335 more home runs than Barry Bonds. Right? Wow. He's all-time home run the hitter. Basketball. He was scored. This one got me. 16,868 more points than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who is the league, his all-time leader. He would have thrown for 31,000 more yards than Brett Favre, who was the all-time – well, who was the all-time passing leader, wow. not anymore. Yeah. So, that, yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. Uh, he averaged, there one in there, like an equivalent for strikeouts? No, I don't have that, but – yeah, that would be something. Yeah. Man. It'd probably be like fucking eighteen thousand strikeouts. Yeah, Nolan Ryan's probably still a leader, right? Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, um, yeah. But he probably it would probably be something like astronomical, like nine thousand strikeouts or something. Right? Like, yeah. What? Fuck, dude. Like, um, yeah, I think the conversation's over, man. Yeah. So, so during his entire career, he averaged one point nine points a game. Sidney Crosby, who obviously was at one time considered one of the best in the game at the time uh, of this. Uh, I'm sorry, it's a couple years back, was averaging 1.4. And, he, you know, I mean, that's a half a point a game less, and he's considered the best now. And it's interesting right. you said something about today's game because I think that was a big – there was an argument about this on, on, on Twitter. Actually, I, I'm sorry. That's what spiked this. There was, there was an argument about this on Twitter, and that's what spiked me to write this to you guys and, and ask you what you thought. Yeah, I think Gary might be done. Um, is because this one guy has come back and go, well, you know, if uh, uh, Crosby and Kane and Stamkos played when Gretzky played, they would have dominated him. And my argument, no, my argument was absolutely not because there the the league has turned to more scoring now than it was back then. It was less physical. Now, it's right. less physical now than it was back then, especially right. for a guy like. And, and look at the you know, look at the guys that he outplayed in that era. Era: Mark Messier, Mario Lemieux, Brett Hall. Um, that's just to name a few. That like um, so Eisenman, Brett Hall. Uh, right, Brett Hall might be. He's considered like one of the best goal, pure goal scorers ever. And he, he's not even close to Gretzky. Right. Yeah. So, uh, it, it, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, again, I started this with saying it's hard to disagree with you, Sean. And I think you're right, man. I think you nailed it. Okay. Yeah. I, anybody on the uh, chat want to say anything? I, we got, I mean, Joel said, Gretzky, so he agreed. Polsky had a few. He said Jordan, Barry Sanders, perhaps. So there's a few there. Team sports, again, team sports. Now, Bo, right, now Bo, sports, Bo, like Bo, Bo Jackson could be a good one, but again, it's hard because he, he had just a small sample size. Right, it wasn't long enough. But you look at the accomplishments of what Gretzky did in a, in a sport where, by the way, in a sport where you only play in shifts, and he was able to accomplish that. Yeah, I mean, if, like a, a, a heavy load of game, you play 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, I don't know if – I'll have to look back, you know, to see if, you know, uh, minute different, you know di- minutes were, uh, you know, distributed a little differently back then. I, I don't know. But, yeah, really, I mean, 20, 25 minutes, 
and, and he's doing that in a game. It's it's remarkable. One other thing, the cipher um, the cipher his numbers between Edmonton and the Kings. Was he better with the Kings than he was in Edmonton? Um, no, I think it's probably the opposite. But I'll, I'll look it up real quick. Uh, we'll go through it real quick to see what you know what his uh, what his stats were um, with those teams. So with Edmonton, I don't know what two week means. You know, uh, they're, they're, in Edmonton, what do you win? Three cups. Three it was in a row, wasn't it? He never. He didn't win any with the Kings, did he? Yeah, one. They won one. Okay. Yeah, ninety-three, right? Yeah. 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 So and then it, he broke the, the, the he broke the goal record with the Kings in ninety-seven. The Kings there. All right. So with with Edmonton, um, hundred thirty. I'm just gonna point it. You know, his points. I guess one thirty-seven, one sixty-four, two twelve, one ninety-six, two oh five, two oh eight, two fifteen. 183. So I'm going to tell you right now, his numbers were better with that. He was better in Edmonton. <laughs> yeah. With the Kings. Now you're, now you're, I mean, now you're going towards, you know, 87, 88, or 88, 89, I should say. Uh, 168, 142, 163, 121, only 65. He only played 45 games in the shortened season. He sh- 45 games, he scored 65 points. Uh, 130 and, and 93 the year they won the Cup. Then he only scored 48 because he played 48 games. That was the shortened season. I'm sorry. That's the short. So he was hurt in 92. Yeah, there was a year he was hurt with the um, Kings. Yeah, so that's the year he was hurt. So in the shortened season, he scores 48 in 48 games. Uh, 102, 81, 21, he only played eight, 18 games. In uh, 96, 97, he scored 97. And it's towards the end of his career. Yeah. 90 points. In his final season, he scored 62 points. And played at seven. I was with the Rangers. Uh, yes, it was with the Rangers. The last yeah. three years with the Rangers. Yeah. Mark Messier, Joe Perez says. Uh, I. Nah, I, I mean, uh, you know, I can't. I can't no, go over I can't. Uh, I mean, the next one I would, uh, the next one I would even compare it to, is either Lemieux or, or Howe. And to me, Gretzky blows them both out of the water. Uh, I just, I can't. I'll tell you what. I mean, Bobby Orr too. He blows had, up Bobby Orr. Had Yager, Orr. had Yager not went. And played in Europe, Yager would have been somebody that would have been in the conversation too, maybe. Yager played forever, right? Yager played a long time. Yager is the only I one. I think he's still playing. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. He's Overseas. second. He's second on in points. And yet, he st- if you took away Gretzky's goals, he still doesn't outscore Wayne Gretzky in total points. Huh. Yeah. It's, it's the assist. Like, the more career assist than anybody has points. Right. Right. Like that's that's yeah, that's crazy. ridiculous. That's yeah. like he's more yeah, I, assist than anyone has points, and he leads the league in goals. <laughs> he had two hundred and twelve points in the one season. Oh, okay. Joe, Joe said no. I meant he was good with Messier and Edmonton. He didn't know what the topic uh, yeah. was. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, that that team in Edmonton was. St- they were good, man. Yeah, they had a, and that and that, that is true. Like that has something to do with Gretzky, you know, for sure. That you know he yeah, played. You he have played players with some like great Mark players. Messier, yeah. uh, JJ Daniel, Paul Coffey. Um, oh, like, yeah. it's hard not to be good. Great goaltending, yeah. you know. 
Grand Fury, Fury, yeah, Grand Fury, yeah. Like, they had another, they had a, another uh, stellar defenseman. Who was it? It was Coffee and somebody else. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, who it was. I don't know. I was six years old. <laughs> I don't remember. I, don't know. I just remember hearing about it. I mean, he played yeah. for a while afterwards too. Like somebody like a Raymond Bork or one of those type guys. Yeah, well, Bork was really? yeah, Bork was at Boston, right? Most of his whole career, basically. Uh, it to... wasn't Bork, but it was somebody like. like... I, yeah, I hear where you're going, Mike. Hold on, I got, I got it. You got it. All right. What year? Um, so it's just 80, uh, uh, well, they had, Dave, they had Dave Hunter. They had Dave Hunter on that team. Uh, yeah, dude, they were they, that team was stacked, man. Oh, Yari Curry. Yari Curry was on that team. Oh, Yari Curry. Jesus Christ, man. Glenn Anderson. All right, so defensive players. Uh, eh. Well, I'm looking at 87, so really. Uh, I'm looking at 83. Marty McSorley. Oh, wow. Jesus. Craig McTavish, the last player to not wear a helmet. Not wear a helmet, yeah. So those are your. Kevin Lowe was on that team. Yeah, they had, man, they had a good team. Jeff Bukaboom. Remember Jeff Bukaboom? Jeff Bukaboom. Man, that's a name. Andy Moog was our backup goalie. Yeah, I guess so behind uh, Grant Fuhrer. It's amazing that the Flyers took them to seven games in 87, man. Hexall was ridiculous in that. Was that two? Is that two references to Hexall tonight? All right, so why don't we uh, move on, talk some Phillies while uh, Ryan's looking that up. The Phillies took on the Yankees back to action after having a, uh, more than a week off after like, being exposed to COVID thanks to the fucking lowly piece of shit Marlins team. Um, but they, you know, how they split. They split against the Yankees. They split with the Yankees. They sh- and they should have won three out of four. Yeah, I mean, Nola pitched a gem, and they just couldn't produce any more runs. They took him out, and Hunter just shit the bed. What what a what a fucking train wreck that was. Yeah, I, I, Tommy Hunter, man, I I don't know. That that was a that was a sign in that that you thought it was going to be a pretty solid guy in the bullpen for them, and he's he's just yeah he's just been he's just been absolutely terrible for him. He he is absolutely he, he's right the now? he's the epitome of walking into the bar like you know corner post sports. And him sitting at the corner bar with a beer gut hanging over and trying to, like, yell at people and try to start fights. That's Tommy Hunter. Yeah. Atrocious. I'm not, I'm not seeing another one of them, like, like another okay. dominant defenseman type guy. I Googled three different years, so. Okay. All right. Well, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, no, so, uh, yeah, a split with the Yankees – You'll take that. Absolutely. Uh, started out, they lost, you know, which put them to one and three. Looked bad. They won the first game with a doubleheader. You're like, all right, two and three. If they can, you know, win this next one, all of a sudden they're sitting at, you know, 500. And Nola was pitching, and Nola pitched a freaking gem. Had like, what, 15 strikeouts or something sick yeah, in like six innings. So, not that the, the, I'm sorry to cut you off, Mike. The day that they played the doubleheader, Going into that game, the Phillies had 56 games in 54 days. Yeah. So now it's because of the double um, – that was two days ago. So 
I think now it's 54 games in 52 days. In f- yeah, because they have a doubleheader on Sunday now, too. Yeah. Today was rained out. Yep. Which, is, which was a good move because they had – it's horrible out here. I'm uh, sorry, Mike. I completely cut you off. I'm yeah, sorry. No, so, so, anyway, Nola has like 15 strikeouts. They blow that game. You're like, shit, now they're sitting at, what, two and four or something? Or two and five or something like that. Two and four, yeah. Two and four. And then they come back, win another nail biter, but split the series with the Yankees. So who, who we didn't think that. Did, I mean, if, going into that week, did you think they were going to split the Yankees? No, like a split with the Yankees is that I'll take it. I got to pee, fellas. Yeah. Yeah. No, why are they playing? They played all four games at Citizens Park. So the Phillies have played seven games at Citizens Bank Park so far. But they but weren't. Two the- of them were. Yeah, they weren't the home team. I think it was just to avoid uh, travel at that point. It was like, we're playing you anyway. We might as well just – you're playing an empty stadium. There's no – although the funny thing is, there's no crowd to worry about. We'll just play in your stadium. We'll just be the home team. Well, little did they know, the pandemic crew is hanging out in center field. Oh, I heard about that. <laughs> um, we're actually one of the uh, one of the people participating in that group follows us and uh i've been i've been kind of in contact with her and and trying to get the lowdown of what's going on there's basically a dude with two air horns (laughs) and he's just just going off so in case you missed it uh, last night uh the uh uh yankees coach uh got pissed off because they kept blowing the air horn during the, the yankees were pitching and uh, in opportune times for them, I guess, was just eh, 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 blowing the air horn. And the man, you know, the manager comes out and starts arguing with the umpire, basically saying they shouldn't be allowed to do it. And the umpire's like, well, what do you want from me? Mean? Like, what do you want me to do? He, like, they're, what am I gonna they're outside the stadium, right? So, you know what? Let me see if I can find this. One of the Yankees players. Do you want me to kick him out? <laughs> yeah, like, what do, you, what do you want me to do? Like, it, it is what it is. I, Dude, I, I love it. So, oh, I got it right here. Listen to this. This, this is, is um, why I love Philadelphia, man. I don't know who the pl- who is this player. Uh, Joe Perez was there today. I'm trying During. to think of who this player was here. That is why. Oh, Jordan Montgomery of the Yankees. Listen to this. I don't mean. Hey Jordan, did the uh, the fans outside the ballpark yelling and screaming? Did they get your attention? Uh, no. Uh, the drum line yesterday was crazy. <laughs> um, but I mean, I heard them, but it's no different than fans in the stands. I, I mean, I heard yesterday that their announcers were re- being really loud, um, mid pitch during Jay and other guys, uh, pitches, um, and not doing the same for their team. Uh, so, I mean, it's kind of messed up that they're out there, but it is what it is. It's kind of messed up that they're out there. They're not doing the same for their own team. I'm sorry. Do you, do, are you not used to playing the front forty thousand people screaming and booing? And are you not? What a fucking pussy! What a pussy! Fucking right in the pussy! Dude, what the? But he said that he didn't hear it, so it didn't bother him. But then oh, he said it didn't it bother me. Up, so it, would... you know, it didn't bother. Oh, but that, you know, that's messed up because you know, you know, because they were doing that. Like, get the fuck! Get out of here! <sighs> yeah, I, I mean. It's just another thing that, like, oh. it just adds to the reputation of Philly fans. But here you go. You, you know, 
So he, so Joe, yeah. Joe Perez was there today. He was around the corner. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Joe, I, I hope since you live down the street, man, I, I, I hope you go down there and and continue next time, especially when the Yankees are in town again. Dude, you gotta light them up. You gotta light them up. Yeah. You have to. Fuck yeah. New York. Acting like that. Get out of here. You're not used to forty thousand people screaming. You know, screaming at you. What the fuck is wrong with Gary? Yeah, like I don't understand. Like, yeah. I mean, like you fight in front of fans your whole like. Shut up! You didn't lose the game because of the fans. No. Because they're because they're blowing an air horn. That, by the way, the air horn is a good four hundred and fifty feet away from you. By the way, yeah, it's not like it's in your ear as you're trying to pitch. He's four hundred fifty feet yeah, away. How bad could it be? Give me a break. Yeah, Joel Ginsburg. Wow, wow, wow. He's right. Absolutely right. Dude, that's just weak. It's just weak by the Yankees. And uh, by the way, uh, you really think that affected you? You scored one run yesterday. Like, you know, it, that, that's – that's. oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Yesterday was 5-4, wasn't it? Yeah, 5-4. 5-4, uh, I'm sorry. Because what happens is the Phillies get decent starting pitching and then, you know – I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You, you scored one run off of Zach Eflin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach Eflin, who by the way needs to shave that mustache because he looks like a fucking creep. He looks like Mike Maddox. <laughs> you got you got. You know who else needs to shave the mustache? Reese Hoskins. Reese Hoskins. He looks like a, yeah, he looks like a porn star. He yeah. looks like a pedophile. Absolutely. I don't know any. I don't know if he's trying to channel his inner Mike Schmidt, but you might want to lose it because Mike Schmidt called. That ain't working. Mike Schmidt called. He said, "I had 548 home runs. What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, he he looks terrible. I gotta yeah, be honest. Talk uh, about this, man. Thanks, thanks, because I I, I I wanted I wanted to hit on this. He has been the most most infuriating. There's two actually. There's two players that are bothering me right now. It oh, lineup wise, there's the whole fucking bullpen can go to fucking oblivion. I don't give a shit. But the lineup, <laughs> uh, Hoskins is is I don't know, man. I is he is he the new Dominic Brown? Maybe, maybe he hasn't done nothing, and I mean I don't want to say nothing, but he hasn't looked good in a solid in, year, like uh, year and a half. I mean he hit he hit twenty nine home runs last year, but his batting average is terrible, right? He he looked uncomfortable at the plate. He gets the thing. See the thing that sucks about it, he he does take a lot of pitches. He does get on base. He's walked a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he does get on base, and and the name of the game is to score runs. So you have to get on base to score runs, right? So I get that part, but just but we're, but we're not the, the, like potentially going to pay. Like I don't want to see Hoskins get on base. I want to see him bat two sixty and hit thirty five homers. And you're about to say something. You don't want to pay the guy to take walks. You're gonna right. pay, you're gonna pay him big money to take walks. Right, you can, you can find someone else to do that. You know, uh, the other, the and, and not not to cut it off, but I just want to add it to the conversation. Scott Kingery's bothering me. He, yep, I I don't know what's going on with with Kingery, man. Uh, he just uh, another guy that can't seem to put it together. I I love him in the field. I love his attitude. I love his commitment. He seems like a, a really good kid, and he's young. I understand that. It's only really his. I guess this is his second. Full it's season. his second year, like full, full year. season. Yeah. So again, you know, we're, it, 
you know, he, he's he's young, and we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, Joe Press says about uh, Reese, he scores runs. Yeah, he, he does. You're right. But, but to Ryan's point, you're, you're not going to pay him that slugger money because that's what he – that's basically right, what like, he is. Right, like 29 homers is good, but how many RBIs he have last year? 89? Yeah, yeah like 89, yeah. yeah. I, I want 25, 30 homers and 115 RBIs out of him. Yeah. He's, he's your first baseman. That's, right. That's what he's, yeah. I go to the bathroom, guys. But, yeah, so, that's that's just, I, I don't know, man. It, it's infuriating. It, Hoskins and Kingery, to me, are, are the most – the, the two pieces there's there's guys on the and, and McCutcheon which is kind of expected you know McCutcheon's gonna be kind of slow coming out because he's dealing with you know coming back but he's a veteran you you know what you're you know you know he'll turn it around yeah yeah you get 20 games in hold 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 be Andrew McCutcheon yeah mm-hmm. there's another player that's infuriating me but for another reason JT Riomoto how the fuck does this guy not have a contract? Oh, well. How is he on his like, like the, they have to sign him. Yeah. Like hands it like he does everything. He hits the ball. He hits for power. He hits for average. He hits that for. for he gets on base. He's a phenomenal um, defensive catcher. He and you can't run position. Steal second base on him. Like yeah. All the great game for the pitchers. I. I I don't – they're going to fuck it up, dude. He's, he's going to be with the Dodgers next year. Like, Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, that's going to be bad. And we're not even going to get anything for him. Yeah, and you gave up – I mean, I, yeah, I haven't done anything yet with the Marlins, but the – Sixto Sanchez? Yeah, Sixto. He was supposed to be the next Faro. great thing. Um, But wasn't Sir Anthony supposed to be the next great thing, too? Right. Yeah. So I, I hear you. I, I don't know. I don't did you see what Did you see what Harper did when he hit a home run yesterday? No. Nah. He was like like aiming towards like you know where the front office would sit, and he had it that like a a pen, and he was like, "Oh no shit!" Him. Oh wow, it's awesome. How do you feel about that? Like, like your star player, like, like being vocally, like, like blatantly in the media, like saying, "Sign this guy." Uh, I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm actually good with it. I mean, he's a team player. He's a ball player. He's supposed to support his players. He's supposed to support his team. Doesn't mean the management needs to, to listen to him. He's not the management. He doesn't have to like. He should be pushing for a guy that, for he should be pushing for that. He should be pushing for to make the team better. Um, let management make the decisions, but he should be. You know, if if you know that you got somebody that's that you're working with that's doing a great job, are you not going to go to bat for him? Right. I I completely agree with you, Mike. Like I don't see any problem with that. Like, and. If it goes one way or the other, um, like there should be no animosity. Like if God for, if he signs somewhere else, he can't piss and moan about it. Right. You have to move on. He right. has to move on. And the management management 
can't get pissed off at Bryce Harper for for doing what he's doing now. Right. It's, yeah. So if the management isn't getting mad at him for doing this right now, he can't be mad if it doesn't happen. Right. And management shouldn't get mad at him. Management. Right. It's the same way that you and I see it. Like, you know, if if, if Clintax like, hey, what do you think of Bryce Harper doing? He's his teammate. He wants him to play. He wants to have a career with him. For I don't blame him. I get where he's coming from. He's not the one making the decisions. He understands that, but he should be pushing for it. Yeah, I agree. In, in, my, in his shoes. So, Sean, you know, just to catch you up to speed, um, we were talking about players that are bothering us, and I mentioned um, there's a player that's bothering me, but for another reason, um, JT Rimalto. Like, how does he not have a contract? Right there. If they don't, yeah. If they do not sign JT Rimalto and he walks – this the, the fan base needs to boycott this fucking team. I, I'm I'm telling you, they need to boycott this team until Clintac is gone. I'm not saying forever. I'm just saying until Clintac loses his fucking job. If you do not sign JT, who's the best catcher in baseball, a position that you've been weak at for the majority for, for the majority of your history. For the majority of your history, you've been weak. Even Ruiz, you know what? Ruiz was a great defensive catcher. He was a weak offensive catcher. Ahead. You have a you have a, a an all around a great a good defensive catcher, a great. I mean, you can't run on the guy, and offensively, he's he puts up great numbers. And he he move on the bases. He's not a liability on the base pass. Like like Ruiz got on base. Like uh, I've got to get someone else to right, run from. Right. Dalton. I, oh, by the way, three years, three years uh, yesterday, Darren Dalton. Love you, oh, bro. Oh wow, yeah. three years. Wow, three years, yeah. man. Uh, but you know, no disrespect, man. But Darren Dalton, had, he had bad knees, man. He couldn't run, and you know, great defensive player, great leader, all that stuff. Uh, I don't know what JT's like in the locker room. He seems like he's kind of quiet, in my opinion. But maybe he leads by example. He he reminds me of like a Chase Utley type of player. Yeah, like we've had that conversation. Like he just goes out and plays the game the right way. He looks so like like serious. And- being like that, he because even Chase Utley, like, like he he wasn't vocal. You know what I mean? He just led by example. Yeah. So Romalto's probably not like the vocal guy in the locker room or anything. Like you even see it when he does a post game interview. Like like it, it seems awkward for him. Mm-hmm. So he's probably not vocal. But that that's a great comparison. Like like he just plays the game the right way. Yeah. And dude, if he. Can you imagine the uproar? Like, I don't see it. Like I see that. Like I don't think they sign him. I, I, I don't. The only thing. The only thing I will say. He's he's twenty nine. He's twenty nine. I th- I believe he's yeah. twenty nine years old. If he wants like a seven year deal, at that position, you can't do it. And if he's not budging, then you and he and he signs a seven year deal somewhere else. That's the only thing I'll say that you know what. Okay, he's a catcher. He the Phillies can't shouldn't not play pay him until he's thirty six years old. Paying you know playing at a position that's it, it very difficult. You know a very difficult position to play. Gary joins us again. Gary, you back for good or or what? I mean, crazy bitch smashed my fucking door all up. Oh, oh, Jesus man. Christ! All right, so we'll talk after the show. Um. <laughs> We're talking about JT Rumoto and the Phillies and that situation. So yeah, I mean, 
Sean, I I kind of I hear what you're saying. I kind of agree, but at the same time, if Hoskins doesn't work out, maybe you move him to first base. If the DH is in play, maybe he plays that's, DH. That's, that's I know good. you also have Harper. Okay. You know, you're saying same thing. Same thing about Bryce. So actually, Mike, that's a great point. I, I'm glad you brought that that's up. A, yeah, that's because the, yeah, that's that's um, maybe you do give him that six-year deal. You have him play catcher for two, three years. You have him. You develop somebody, and then you move him over to first base, which he's done for. Like he's played first base right. a, a few times for the Phillies. Uh, Joe Perez chimed in. He said they're going to sign him. The only reason the deal isn't done is because of the pandemic situation. I have see. Fun. I disagree with that. Look at the deal Mookie Betts just got. That's true. That's true. I I don't I don't yeah I I just think that it's them maybe counting their pennies and going, you know what we we have to watch our money because we see our weaknesses, and let's see what happens. However, you gave up you gave up Sixto Sanchez who was the top pitcher, the top arm in your system for for, J, for JT Romero and Alfaro, who was turning into a decent catcher, right? Uh, right, exactly. A catcher who was here, and granted, JT is better than Alfaro. But if you but he was here, like, like if, and he's turning into, a, like you said, a decent catcher. If you would have kept six, though, and Spencer Howard comes up too, like now all of a sudden your, right, your, so your rotation looks a lot better. Like I'm – but that's a great point. Like, and they went and made this deal for Rio But in hindsight, with what all Pharaoh's turning out to be, you still have six, though. Spencer Howard about to come up. You're probably better without Rio So you with, better, you better fucking sign him. So you have to sign him. Right. <laughs> better sign him. Yeah, I mean, really, you, you there's no other way about it. Uh, we mentioned a bullpen. You want, you want to even hit on that? Do we even want to? Do we even want to hit on the fucking bullpen? We kind of did with Tommy Hunter. Who is in the bullpen? I mean, it's it's like, is Sir Anthony still out there? Or what's Sir Anthony? What Sir Anthony is getting uh, Tommy John. Tommy John. Right. Okay. Well, so he, the only person I really even know in the bullpen is fucking John McLean. You know, we got diehard out there. Actually, they state they uh, they actually sent him down. He's he's gone. So Robertson, is he? Playing? Okay, so Joe Joe Perez has friends in the organization that said he will be signed next year. And that's not that that's not a vague statement. Joe Joey definitely knows people that work for the Phillies. He's got to get the papers. I do, I I did too. Uh, I haven't heard anything. Um, I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm not saying that right, at all. Right. Um, I just, I, 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 just hope so. I just hope so. I just hope they're not going yeah. down this cheap route because we've seen it, especially when that fuck comes out and says we have stupid money, and then you don't sign a guy that you give up a great pitcher for, a potential great mm-hmm. pitcher for, you know. I hope. I hope not, man. Um, yeah. So the bullpen, it's it's like what? What's their ERA? Like ten runs or something? Yeah, they're they're thirty first in the league in ERA right now. Uh, they have that going for them, which is nice. Yeah, it's it's so cool. they're thirty first in the league, and the Marlins have played three games. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. 
that's what we got with that bullpen. Uh, there, there are times where, 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 like, where, where, where the fuck is Adam Morgan? Like, how come Adam Adam Morgan isn't seeing, isn't seeing time, right? Like, so, so a lot of people are bringing this up, and, and they were like, "Oh, is it really Gabe's fault?" And there's going to be a segue here with Gabe. Uh, is it really Gabe's fault that this is happening? You know, or or is it just the uh, personnel? And um, like Alvarez was half decent for them last year, and I think he's only seen. Two, two games so far. Now, granted, yeah, they only played six or five or six, but like he was your best reliever down the stretch last year, and he's only seen two innings of work yet. There's been some, like, I, I don't want to think. There, there's been some questionable managerial decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but it's it's seven games into a season. Right, and it's right. First, like, if this is. If this is a regular year, we're the not first even, seven games we're not before, nobody's really dissected it the way that we're dissecting it now. Yeah, like it, like if you started that in April the way it normally does, or May, whenever the season. Nobody would care April, that they're thirty first. And, and you're two and five through the first seven. You're not going to start like, oh, to Joe Girardi. Girardi's the wrong guy. Like, like right. you know what I mean? I do not so, want to see Nick Pavetta anymore. I'm I'm fucking last year, you remember, last year I said, Oh man, this kid, he looks great. He looks great in spring training. He might be he might be the stud pitcher we're looking for. Maybe he's coming through. He fucking blows. I'm done. But then he goes down the trip but then he goes down to triple A and he tears it up. Like he, Good, maybe he, he just can't, can't, he, he, should, head. he should stay. He just yeah, can't yeah, do it against yeah. major league. Let him stay on the fucking buses and play for the fucking iron pigs. He can just do that and eat fucking scrapple every morning and whatever the fuck they do on the buses. Let him do that for the rest of his career because I'm done. I, I'm I don't want to see him anymore. I do not want to see. Why him is Spencer Howard not come up yet? I, He's going to be pitching Sunday, probably. I think we're going to see him Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Yep. They then, have, then, they then have you to. move. Then you move what? Velasquez to the bullpen. If it works out. Right? Uh, who knows what's going to happen, but we, we, I mean, we don't know. They have to because of the double headers. So, because the double, the, you know, the double headers are just played this week. Um, who do they got this week? They, who do they got? Uh, the Braves. Oh, they got the Braves, right? So, they got a double header against the Braves now. Well, that doesn't yeah, change. They're, playing, that, that they're does... playing the Braves tomorrow and then a double header on the, two seven inning games on Sunday. Yeah. So, so that doesn't. They, you know, they're playing Little League baseball on Sunday. Well,. We're talking about how shitty the bullpen is. At least there's less less things for them to fuck up that way. That was another thing about the Noel game the other night. Like you're only playing seven innings. Like Why didn't you're worried about a pitch innings? count. Yeah. Fucking sense. Especially his second start. It's not like it was his first start in four months. He, he, yeah, he pitched. He pitched he a week was before. Feeling like, ugh. dude, fifteen fucking. Str- that was. Uh, all right. You know what? I'm gonna segue to it. The Gabe Kapler thing. Because that Nola, remember the Nola, the opening day, Gabe Kapler's first game. Nola was pulled after what sixty-seven pitchers or whatever it was, and we went fucking ballistic. Yeah, Larry Anderson went off this week about Gabe Kapler. If any, if you guys didn't hear this, this is pretty insane. Um, so he was asked about basically. This is from fan cited. Uh, it's from thatballsoutofhere.com. dot com. Got to give them credit, man. They. they came through with the story. And if you're a Phillies fan, you got to cover that site. 
thatballsoutofhere.com. Uh, basically, he was asked about what he sees out of Girardi, and he says, when you look at what we were used to and what we have now, I think we, we would have been happy with any change. Any change. Hmm. Uh, and he was obviously alluding to Gabe Kapler. Um, he said, uh, was, was he, you know, were, were, was he asked if he, uh, he was asked if he misses Kapler. And he said, well, I'm going to say this. I just do not see him as a major. I just don't see him as a major league manager. Uh, he wants to be seen. He wants to be noticed. He wants to do everything differently. And he wants to do everything that's out of the ordinary. For what? Is he trying to reinvent the game? I thought he was trying to do that here. Um, I am not a fan. I don't trust him when he says something. I feel like he's always trying to be an orator. Give me the truth and tell me what's going on. Dude, like, and Kapler was here for that's, that's somebody that knows something, you know, somebody that's kind of been on around. the inside. Dude, think about it. Those, those, those broadcasters sit next to guys on the plane. They sit next to those guys on the buses. They sit mm-hmm. with yeah. those guys in team dinners. They sit with those guys in the locker room. Um, Nick Williams came out. Uh, the, what that first weekend, the first week or two, and said, if you're gonna judge everything on computers, then then maybe you're doing this wrong. Remember that? And he, and, and he was like yeah. criti- criticized for that. It's oh, is it too soon? And Nick Williams, who by the way was swinging a good bat in spring training and and started off doing okay that year. And he was seldomly used, and he was like, "What the you know, like? What the fuck's going on here? Why? How come I'm not in this game now?" Granted, Nick Williams isn't on the active roster now, because um, I guess they could see you know Adam Hazley. And- yeah, but what you gave, but what you gave up for Nick Williams, like where the team's at, like he should have had a legitimate shot, and he never did. I don't think he ever did. Last year he. So- now he may have he may have turned out and been a terrible player, but again, like you traded one of the like a significant historical piece of the Phillies for him, and he never got a legitimate shot to 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 be a starter on this team. Yeah, I just want to get back to to Kapler and what LA said though for a second. He basically said that. What we all thought, the dude's fake, the dude's a fraud, the dude, nobody believes anything he says. He's just posturing with everything that he's saying. It's it's all bullshit. Everybody sees right through it. What the is players it? Yeah, LA see right through it. Gary, what is it about Kapler? What, what should he have? A cauliflower cheesesteak, fucking chip bag. What should he have? <laughs> and, no, a coconut oil and broccoli and a broccoli. Uh, Broccoli what? Up his fucking ass? Yeah. Dude, Gary's fucking hammered. A fucking broccoli animal. Dude, I haven't seen you this hammered in a long time. You're I'm, s- fucking, I'm fucking ripped. Yeah, you're fucking smashed, dude. Yeah, I'm really bad. You have to, dri- <laughs> you have to drive home. No, I don't. <laughs> the only problem we have is that I'm high, that I'm at home. You look like you have to take a tinkle. Go on. <laughs> take a couple trips. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. No, I was just laughing. No, I mean, I, I basically said what I, what I think he's, I think he's fake, and you know, I think everybody's seen right through it. 
Maybe Fake. that'll work. Counterfeit. Yeah, I agree. All right. We're done with the Phillies. I'm going to move on. Do some jukebox. All right. There's another 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, with me doing it? You and your fucking novel writing. Cocksucker. <laughs> call him a cock. You call him a cocksucker? Yeah. Well, somebody's lazy ass would have been a year that it wouldn't be as long. I mean, Ryan didn't do shit for the show tonight. <laughs> Don't get all offensive, Ryan. I'm always kidding you. Guy finally does his segment and fucking now he's a fucking high mighty. Oh, Jesus Christ Almighty. A mouse ran up my hiney. <laughs> I am mighty. <laughs> Did you call him? Hey, huh? Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> Just... Go ahead, Mike. All right. 96. Year 96. Number 10. Twisted by Keith Sweat. Anybody? Who was it? Twisted? I know Keith Sweat. I don't. I don't remember that one. <laughs> Clean came flying. Keith Sweat. <laughs> what? Number number nine. You're making me high. Let it flow. Tony Braxton. Tony Braxton. I remember Tony Braxton. I don't remember that song. Talk about a pig. Tony Braxton was good looking, wasn't she? Yeah. 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 I don't know, like, you use pig like when somebody's hot. It doesn't make any sense to me. No, Mike. The the, the correct term of pig is either she's related to you or she's your friend. Otherwise, she's a pig. No, she's not related to you or a friend. Otherwise, she's a pig. No. <laughs> if she's not related to you and she's not a friend, she's still a pig. <laughs> if she is related to you and she is a friend, she's not a pig. Joe Press oh, called her Joe Press called her co horse. You just call me a jive turkey. No. no I knew it all. He, uh, called you cocksucker. I love you. Oh, Christ. So <laughs> going. I love you always and forever, Donna Lewis. Donna always Lewis. Always and forever. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Mo- I ain't gonna lie. Jesus. You make a motherfucker want to sing. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, the crossroads from Bone Thugs and Harmony. I remember th- See cross- you at the crossroads, 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 so you won't be lonely. Yeah, Bone Thugs and Harmony has That's some good, a great song. They had some good songs, man. They were they were a good group. They were like they were like that generation's uh, LMAFO. <laughs> they were. <laughs> they had like four great songs, and they just fucking fell off the it's the first of the month. <laughs> Dude, they they fizzled out. Yeah, they're f- yeah. You ever hear the song they did with Biggie? They oh fizzled. God, they, so they, they crusted it off like a stain on the sheets. Like, what's number six, Mike? Speaking of one-hit wonders and, you know. Crusty sheets. Give Me One Reason by Tracy Chapman. Yeah, I would have crusted those Give me one reason to lay here. Give me one reason to not spread my legs. Give me one reason. I'll give you a reason to lay there. You want to write another contract for your next album? Lay there. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Flick that bean, yeah. 
Give me one reason to put in my ass. All right. Always be my baby, Mariah Carey. Yeah, talk about. Yeah. Fuck it right in the pussy. Yeah. Yeah. That's a Especially that. Wait. I like that hit, song. She got hit by a car. Who got hit by a car? Joe Perez on the chat board. She got hit by a car. Yeah, who, <laughs> who got hit by a box car? Mariah Carey? Or, uh, Tracy, Chapman. Tracy Chapman. She got a fast car. Yeah, yeah, you remember her hair? She looked like that thing from the Spawn movie. Maybe that's. <laughs> remember, remember the, the Ashy White dude with the pointy hair from the Spawn movie? <laughs> Joe, what are you talking about, Joe? Fucking boxcar Willie. <laughs> All right, moving on. Nobody knows Tony Rich Project. Nobody knows. Exactly. Nobody knows. Yeah. This song fucking blows. Number English, number three. Do you speak it? Because you love me, Celine Dion. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. she got hit by a box car. Is another Tracy Chapman song. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Thanks. I can go to my grave now that I know that. Thanks a lot, man. Turn Thanks for keeping me here. That, I'll turn myself around. Was that her too? Give me one reason to stay. Oh, that's what, that was number six. Yeah, that's the song that. that's oh, that's the list. The, oh, that's the same song? Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> we were singing it. Give me one reason to stay. I'll turn myself around. You said I'm drunk. Are you drunk? That's all I got. Yeah. Who was the who was the ball bitch that played with fucking John Mellencamp on Boop? Boop do 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 Was that side boop. Dude, no, it's um. No, John. John, John, John Mellon. Is that what you're trying? Sinead O'Connor. Sinead. Sinead. Come on, move on. No, no, no. It was uh. Nights. Uh, fucking this John Mellon camp, and it's some ball fucking bitch. I thought that was cheesy. Sade. Sade, dude. Sad, sad day. Go ahead, Mike. All right, moving on. One sweet day from Mariah Carey and Boys the Men. I don't know. I don't uh, remember that one. You know it. Remember number, I'm number sure she, one. I'm sure she had a sweet day when she sucked all her cocks. A dirty pig. Macarena, number one song in 96. Oh, God. Ah. Uh. Yeah. I'm with you, Sean. All yeah, right. yeah. Boys, to, boy, boys to men oh. was boys to men was recording a song with Mariah Carey, and her dad came. He said, "My daughter in there." <laughs> <laughs> my daughter in there. Fuck you, motherfucker. my daughter in there. My daughter. Meanwhile, she's like that. Meanwhile, she's like this. No, actually, 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 his daughter was like this. Yeah. Biggest flop. Biggest flop. Get her while she's warm. Biggest floppies on her. Beaten with a hockey stick by a deaf mute. Oh, hey. Stinks. Oh, fat bitch. <laughs> All right. Honorable mentions. Number 13, Ironic by Alanis Morissette. Don't you think? Well, I guess that was her big. 
Shit. Dude, that, that album, I'm not going to lie, Jagged Little Pill is one of the greatest albums ever. That oh, album. Yeah. That album. I agree with you. That's that, a good album. That album's phenomenal. Dude, she. Yeah. Those songs. Who, that was the top selling album in the 90s, apparently. That album, uh, from start to finish, man, every fucking song on there, it's really good. Man hating. But still, I, I would have tossed her one. You yeah. ought to know. That's a it's bad. A shame I don't remember the song, but I got a lap dance to one of the songs from an ex. One of the uh, lot of songs on that album. Did she? Did she beat you up as she was doing it? Did she make your pants bit? go down on you and I feed her? Beat <laughs> the shit out of you. Right, was here it, you go. it wasn't for you. Thank for you, you India. Thank you. That song. <laughs> the next song she did. Nah. Hey, hey, hey. Go ahead. <laughs> Whatever the fuck she said. How do you want it? California Love by Tupac. California nice. Love. Wait, what? Oh, this is still 96? Joe yeah, Perez had a good one. The Philadelphia Phillies. The Philadelphia Phillies hosted the uh, All-Star Game in, at the Vet 96. I met Raleigh Fingers at that All-Star Game. Yeah. I didn't know who he was. I was like, who the fuck's Raleigh Fingers? Oh, that's shit. Yeah, I didn't know who he was. I was 13, or whatever the fuck it was. All right, know. a couple more honorable mentions. Change the World from Eric Clapton. Oh, Who yeah. Will Save Your Soul by Jewel. No cannot. Dude, Who yeah. Will Save Your Soul. I was stuck it right in a crooked tooth she had. She was so fucking hot. Yeah. She was. She had some nice hangers on her. How about, how about what, if, what If God Was One of Us? Just a slob like one of us. So a stranger on a bus. Trying Just to make his, his way home. home. What if God was one of us? <laughs> Mini me. So bad. Mini me dancing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That was fun. <laughs> that was great. I forgot about that. <laughs> what if God was one of us? He's like, I, that's my song. I wrote it. And Mini Me's like, <laughs> <laughs> Gangster's Paradise by Coolio, 33. Doesn't commit to it. Doesn't spend Dude, wait, most on. our lives living in an Amish paradise. That's how big that's that song was. Once or twice, living that, in an Amish paradise. That's how big that song was. It was the year I did '95. It was a top ten song. Yeah, it's thirty-three. The world I know from Collective Soul. Good song. That's a good. That, one. Dude, they're an underrated band. Yeah, they are. Every song they write's good, man. They, they they are an underrated band. That motherfucker's about to jump off the roof in that video. <laughs> yeah. Nineteen seventy nine. That's Eric Clapton's son all grown up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's fucked up. Jesus Christ. Nineteen seventy nine by the pumpkins? Yep, number 44. Wonderwall from Oasis, 56. Every time I hear that song, 1979, it brings back, it just brings back memories of my youth. Every time I hear it. That was the same year Dad yeah, yeah. left it on the sheets. This one will probably bring back some memories, Rye. Uh, got you all. Dude, I, I got in a huge, oh, woo-ha, woo-ha. I got in a fist fight 
in, in high school. With Busta Rhymes, really? No, Did uh, he use his hair, dude? No, over that song, we were we were in class and we had a substitute teacher. I was in electrical academy, and it was uh, it was like laid back, and we had music videos going as we we're working on our projects, right? And that song came on. I remember said, "What the? F-? I remember like, uh, what the fuck is a wooha?" And I got ganged up on it. Like, oh, what the fuck? Oh. I was like, this fucking, this motherfucker, bro. Now, granted, like, I look back and I'm like, he, that motherfucker was talented. Like, he could spit. But, dude, like, back then, like, I, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I'm a teenager. I, I was set in my ways. I'm like, grunge and Metallica. And that was it. And that's all that fucking mattered yeah. to me, you know? I, I'll never forget. One dude was like, got up on my face about it. And I'm like, fuck this music. It fucking blows. This ain't music. You know, that whole thing. I've I grown. I've grown. But what? But even to this day, what exactly is a woo-ha? No, I got you all in check. Mm-hmm. Woo-ha, woo-ha. And everything remains raw. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, my favorite blues traveler song is number sixty. Hook. Hook. Yeah, what a song. What song. a song. You know dude. what the great part about that song is? It's about nothing. Yeah, it's about a hook in a song. Nope. Mm-hmm. It's about nothing. Yeah. Uh, the, the one thing I just you know what's a shame about blues. You know what's a shame about blues traveler, and I can attest to it. That like that dude had so much soul in his voice, yep. and then he had weight loss surgery and he lost, lost it. it. Yep. Mm. So how can you attest to it? All right, a couple, like a couple more. Here we go. Well, I never had soul in my yeah. voice, but I had the weight loss surgery. You had a bull, You had a soul in your voice. No, I never had soul in my voice. Oh. So I guess I can't attest to it, but, you know. I was just going to say. The and Sean, 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 go fuck yourself. I was waiting for that. <laughs> the one thing I'll say about Busta Rhymes that ended his career was fucking Halloween Resurrection. Yeah, he, he fucking sucked in that. And he, <laughs> sucked, he fucking killed the life out of that franchise before they redid it. All right, so what we got? Yeah, 90? it was his fault. It was. <laughs> it was his fault. <laughs> All right. We got... Four more to go through. Just a girl, no doubt. If it makes you happy, Cheryl. Yeah. No. That was this is ninety six still. Wow. Yeah. If it makes you happy. Until it sleeps. Ninety two. Metallica. Yeah. You ever hear Cheryl Crow do "Sweet Child of Mine"? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. I didn't know she touched kids. Yeah, until it sleeps. Ninety two. What's well, ninety two? Until, Until it sleeps. Okay. Really? Macaroni. That was not the first one that they've yeah. been on a list. Yeah. I think nah, they were they had to be on something earlier, didn't they? I even did the I don't remember even the year the Black Elm no. came out, they weren't on that list. You know the funny the funny none part of, none on the Black Elm were on the nah, the funny part about that is like that was the uh, album that you know everyone fucking quote unquote hates. Granted, it's a top one hundred hit in a pop world in the mid nineties. Post grunge, everyone turned to pop. Dude, that. Yeah. That that's a good album. It's a great. Album. Dude, nineteen seventy nine, and yeah. it sleeps was on MTV every morning. Yeah. During that yeah. summer. Yep. Ninety six. Yep. Every yep. morning. And then Macarena, apparently somebody else sang Macarena, so that made the list twice. 
and then only one of you from Hootie. Oh, from Hootie? Yeah. Awful. Hootie, this one's a lot shorter. Hootie, no slave shit. Hootie, no bullshit. Hootie, no motherfucking Hootie, Hootie and the Blowfish. My name's not Hootie, man. Blowfish. 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 You ever hear that song fucking from Soulfly? I probably have. It's called No. I probably have. No slave shit. No bullshit. No motherfucking Hootie and the Blowfish. All right, 97 is a lot shorter, guys. That's what she said. Number 10, Wannabe from Spice Girl. I don't know. I wanted to fuck every single one. Wannabe forever. Oh, is that, that, that is that one, right? Oh, okay. Every single one of them. Liam, How Do I Live? Oh, yeah. that How Do I Live Without You song. Oh, God. She How had a beautiful I live voice, without you? Yeah. I want to know. I want to blow. Number eight, Return of the Mac. Mac. Oh, yeah. yeah Return Rath- of the yeah, Mac. Yeah, yeah. Mark Morrison. Yeah, I remember that song. You remember that one? Yeah. Oh. Number seven, Don't Let Go, Love, and Vogue. I could not stand that Vogue. I don't know what it was. I just hated their sound. Just drove me insane. It, it, it just it it's like cheap trick. It's one of those things where just their their pitch and their sound just uh, it just it just drives me insane. I don't know what it is. I I probably wouldn't mind hit, so having them hit the high C's, but you know that's besides yeah. the point. Yeah. Number six, I believe I can fly from R. Kelly. Look at that shit song. That was off of Space Jam. I believe I can fly. Sean Bradley danced to that song, just so everyone knows. I believe I can touch your thigh. <laughs> I think about you every night and day. Hold my Spread pain. your legs and fly away. I believe my pee right. is sore. <laughs> Can't nobody hold me down from Puff Daddy, number five. Yeah, that this was his error. Number here. four. Yeah. Number four, "Unbreak My Heart" from Tony Braxton. Dude, what at least I know that. I love that song. I. Yeah, I, I love that song. And the worst cover ever was by Weezer, doing that song. Oh my god, it's terrible. Dude, I think <laughs> I, first of all, I think Rivers Cuomo of Weezer has a fucking terrible voice. I I just I don't get the infatuation with his voice. He his voice cracks in the middle like. He, he can't say. I, I, Sean, I agree. They have a few, like a handful of songs that are like like good, but he's regarded as like a great vocalist. And I don't get it. He's not. No, and, yeah, I don't and, know. Like I thought the Blue Album was good. After that, I don't know what happened, and I don't know why everyone's still infatuated with him. I, everything this, else sucks. Yeah, the Blue, the, the the Blue Album is good, and then it's a song here and there. I don't even like that many songs here and there from him. I, I don't know what it is. Go listen. You don't like Hashpipe. That's the Green Album. That's a good song. You Island, don't like Island in the yeah. Sun. That's a good song too, man. Island in the Sun's a good song. That's a feel. That's a feel good. Yeah, song. Island in the Sun's good. They have a few. Island in the Sun's off of the album, isn't it? Green, Green Album. Next one. Uh, okay. So that one's alright. <laughs> that's when she was doing cooking. I'll be missing you from Puff Daddy, number three. Puff that Daddy was, and Dave Evans. That was about Biggie. 
Yeah, that's the song they um. Yeah. Is, that the, is that the is that the every breath you take I'll be missing you? Yeah. Song? Yeah. 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 Jewel made number two. Foolish games you were meant for me. That was you a big hit for, for me, and I was meant for you. I'm surprised that wasn't bigger than the other song, the first song. Yeah. Was she singing in the bathroom with her fucking feet crossed like she has a fucking impediment with her legs? Mm. I keep my legs closed. She can do whatever, though. She's so, she's so hot. Yeah. Think she Agreed. Bleach, think she bleaches it? One. Think she bleaches her asshole? I think. Probably. Yeah, I think so. She's probably just a jewel, right? Who now. was it? What celebrity was it that said he did it and, and it, it, like he burned his asshole? Jewel. Um, who was it? I Den- the, Dennis Robin. Who it was. <laughs> Maybe. Was it? Was it Ron? Oh <laughs> my! Ready for the number one song? <laughs> Candle in the Wind by Elton John. In '97, I didn't realize it was that big, and that came out in '97. Apparently, I or apo- at least was. That- I, I apologize. <laughs> Candle in the Wind. Oh, oh, you know why? You know why? Princess Diana. No, but I'm sure you're going to tell us. Princess Diana died. Princess Diana. Yeah, so Princess Diana died that uh, year, and that was the funeral song, and it whoo, took that to the okay. fucking house. Way to take advantage of a death. Okay. Fucking no, none in the pink, five in the stink, Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> what, did, what was it? None in the pink, one in the stink? No, none in the yeah. pink, five in the stink. <laughs> Running the pick. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Again, moving on. Honorable mentions. Number 12. Mbop. Middle of nowhere from Hanson. Oh, God. Oh, it's the David Spade baby. <laughs> oh, fuck. Another Ryan special. Number 20. Mo Money, Mo Problems. Oh, yeah. Notorious. Yeah. Like, I love Biggie. I love Biggie. But there's a few of his songs. Like, he doesn't even, like, he had one verse in it, and it's considered his song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His best album is his, his first album, man. Ready to Die. No. Best album. All right. Number 21, The Freshman, The Verve Pipe. That's a good song. Oh. That is a good no, song. I like that song. Yeah, it's a good song. Nah. Come on, man. You don't feel nostalgic. We were nearly fresh, man. You don't feel, nos- you don't feel like n- nostalgic when you hear when you hear that song again? It doesn't no. take you back? Yeah. I uh, no, I feel like changing the station when I hear that. I still, yeah. All right. I still, I, I don't know. I feel nostalgic right. when I hear that one. Only three more on this. Number 60, Every Day is a Winding Road, <laughs> Cheryl Crow. <laughs> Yeah. Every day is a winding road. Into my asshole. It leads right to your asshole. Yeah. 69. If I put my picture away. Just to put my talons Tum- on that. Thumping the Chumbawamba song. Oh, my uh, God. That was so bad. That group. 
Yeah. I get knocked down. I get knocked down. I hit one garbage song that somehow. Oh, fucking horrible. I took it. Was all it takes, man. That's all it takes is one hit and you're remembered forever. Yeah. Es- I don't es- even know why that's considered a hit. Ask Brett Myers. <laughs> Talk about an expert in one hit wonders. He's got like a half hit. Yeah, he's got 0.25 of a hit. <laughs> he's got more than kill right, shot. Here we go. Or His two. biggest hit was when he couldn't get anybody out in the fucking. For, for as a pitcher. you know what I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fucking bat dude he's he opened for Molly Hatchet and Leonard Skinner man it's more than I can say although I did you know Molly Hatchet open for we're fucking, traveling down the road and we're flirting with disaster I'll take that over fucking Guar and Kitty and Misfits not even the real Misfits you don't like Kitty huh you don't like Kitty we opened for Kitty you did yeah Kitty and the dude from Guar and the Misfits. But it wasn't the real Misfits. It was fucking the impersonation Misfits. What was it? The Misfits? It was like the Misfits, yeah. <laughs> it was like one original member with the with a bunch of it was like opening for Guns N' Roses back in two thousand five. That's what that was like. It was like Axel and nobody oh. else. And Buckethead? Yeah, Buckethead. KFC head. He wore a KFC bucket yeah, on his head. Good guitar player. I got a puck. I got a pick from DJ Ashba. He wore a motherfucking eyeliner. I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do with this? F- from Guns N' Roses, the other guitar player. The dude can play, but like, you know, it's not Slash or Izzy or fucking Dizzy or fucking Gilby Clark or any of the other 800 fucking guitarists that Guns N' Roses had in their eight year career. Whoever could get along with uh. Dude, like that's all it needed. As long as they had Axel and Slash, that's all that matters. That's all that matters, yeah. yeah. And Duff, it looks like he's fucking all on right. chemo. Last song. Who, oh, teaming him? <laughs> Number 96. <laughs> Let Me Clear My Throat by DJ Cool. Good song. Oh, my God. Hey, ladies. Nah. <sighs> ladies. That's 97? Really? I can't believe I thought that was older than that. Yeah. All the ladies in the house. If you ain't got no man, but your panties are wet, say ah. Ah! All the fellas. If your penis is the size of Vienna sausages. I'm out on that. Put them in the air. Pull your pants down. Pull your pants down and pull your Vienna sandwiches out. Ah! Now put them together like a giant sandwich. Let me clear my throat. I hope you don't mind. That's how the end of that song went. Sean's drunk. No, I'm alright. Yeah, he is. It's been a while. It's been about fucking four months. Alright, that's jukebox. Alright. Yeah, speaking of jukebox, I once farted my front in front of my Jewish friend, and he's like, got all offended. I'm like, what are you, the, the fuck? Like, you're offended by gas chambers all of a sudden what the fuck <laughs> a jukebox <laughs> so to, so to, <laughs> what the fuck man <laughs> 
So the Eagles. What the fuck am I watching? So the, <laughs> so the Eagles. Dougie P. Dougie P. Has the coronavirus. Got he's got the COVID. Apparently he's asymptomatic. I guess he's still coaching, basically doing everything virtual. Um. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, do Staley's running the team. Yeah, good for him. Good for Staley to be a, the one that gets the call. You know, hopefully that gets him, you know, even if it's not with the Eagles, hopefully that gets him the next, uh, gets him an OT job. He deserves something. Won't be here. No, nah, it won't be here. It won't be here. He'll get a chance somewhere else next year. No. Nah. I agree. So. But not here in Philadelphia. Unfortunately, All no. I see is Bill no, Cosby. Unfortunately. Okay, so you see Bill Cosby, right? So him, I call my penis COVID. Her, because it's so contagious. Him, because 80% of women didn't know they had it. <laughs> I call my penis COVID. Hey, you know, as long as this ball sack ain't full. That's right. It ain't Either full. we fucking or I'm fucking. I'm fucking. <laughs> <laughs> We're fucking or I'm fucking. Yeah, that's uh, – I don't think Cosby's having a problem right now in prison. Um, so, so yeah, Peterson has the COVID. Uh, obviously, a concern is that the training camp opened uh, the week before that happened. And did he expose people? You know, did he expose players to it? We don't know yet. <coughs> um, I'm sure they've all been tested at this point, right? Yeah, I would imagine they'd be tested. I would think. So by now, I think you would know. I would hope you would know by now. Um, well, Lane Johnson got it. Well, yes and no. Like, we don't know. Like, th- there was – Well, what? Lane Johnson got it. We don't know if he had it. He was either he either had it or he was exposed closely with someone who had it. That's what that COVID list was. It was Johnson. And no, I could have sworn that. No, I, I don't think I don't. I could be wrong. I don't think, dude. Gary looks. No, like, it was never completely confirmed. Um, Gary Sean looks right. like it's, Gary it's looks a, like Brett Myers right now. It's a COVID delegation list or something that the NFL has. And again, like he he was either like they're not going to announce completely. He was either. He either tested positive or he was exposed to somebody that tested positive. Look at Sean's glass. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a HIPAA violation to say it, but, like, I, I thought that he had right Mike, what's There's no HIPAA violations. There's not, yeah? Not with COVID. Okay. Because there's people around you that need to know if you have it or not. Right. So, yeah, well, no, whatever a, the case is. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Lane Johnson seemingly had it. Um, but it seems like they're going to be okay. Marquise Goodwood's the only one that opted out from the, uh, from the Eagles. Right, and it was a slim chance he made the team anyhow. Yeah. But that that aside, I mean, I, how does the NFL pull this off, man? Well, they just, I don't know. I, just don't I, say it. I, I don't know, man. I, look, your roster's a little bit. Your roster's a little bigger. Um, they, I would hope that they've 
they've had talks with these players like, look, just be just be fucking safe, man. Don't go out to strip clubs. Don't do dumb shit, and we'll have, we'll have a season. Because and the other thing is the NFL had an opt out, right? It, they had an opt out deadline on Thursday. Basically, like you don't opt out by Thursday, you're not getting your three hundred fifty thousand dollars that a lot of these players were getting, like Marquise Goodwin and, and, and Damian Williams. They were getting oh, something. Oh, no, it was 150. I thought it was. 150, it was 350 only a, a pre-existing condition. No, oh, oh, really? Damn. So, wow. So that that's a little surprising. Basically, so the NFL was concerned. There was a growing concern that these, these, these players were taking the opt-out, many of them, and it does make sense. If you look at the list, Although Damian Williams is an exception because Damian Williams would have been on the team. But the the majority of those players would have been guys that could have possibly missed the team. And the NFL got concerned. Not on, What's that? Not, not on the Patriots. No, that's true. Not on the Patriots. You're you're right. There was, what, seven or eight guys on the Patriots? You're right. You're right about that. Eight. There, eight? And eight. four of them were starters. All right, so that's a good point. Okay. But the majority of those, the majority of the players who opted out, were players on the cusp, or, or you know, and that was a concern yeah. for the NFL because they're like, oh, you're just you're just opting out to gain yourself another year and the tryout next year. Like Marquise Goodwin, like we just said, we weren't sure if he was gonna make the team. Now, because he opted out, I think he's still under contract for next year. The Eagles can, you know, he might have a chance. And we talked about this last week. I don't want to beat a dead horse. We did talk about this last week that now. Alshon Jeffrey might be gone next year. Deshaun might be gone next year. Actually, both of them probably will be gone next year. So, too, there is no mites. They ain't here next yeah. year. No, so Marquise Goodwin has well, Deshaun's on. He is on the contract next year, so he could be here next year, depending on what he does this year. But Jeffrey's gone I mean, next year. Yeah, I mean, if Deshaun has a good year. And healthy, Marquise Goodwin, he's a good wide receiver. But if Deshaun Jackson has a good year and he's healthy – I mean, yeah. Bob's why not, wouldn't you bring him? Why, why wouldn't you bring him back? If he has a good, you already paid him, or you already signed him, right? So why wouldn't you not? Right. Yeah, yeah, you might as well, right? right? So there's, there's that. Um, so it's it all depends on what the rookies do. Yeah, yep, that's true. So that's kind of interesting. But the, the NFL was basically they moved up the they, they moved up the opt out date, and they're like, no, nah, enough of this. We're going to put a deadline on this, and this is what we're doing. And boom, set. If you don't opt out, you're not getting your money. And they put it to the players, and some of the players aren't happy about it. But what the fuck? Like, make a decision, you know? Everyone else. Right. How long, you, how long are you supposed to wait here? Like, like well, think about we're this. trying to move forward. Think like, we're trying to move forward here. Like, we got to – like, the teams need to know who's going to be in camp and who's not. Think about the Cespedes situation like, with the Mets. They're, 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 they're eight games into their season. The Cespedes opts out. That's they don't even know where he's at. That was fucked. That was fucked up. Like, it's one thing to be like, "Yeah, you know what, guys? Listen, I, I think I can't play this year. I can't." He's probably still getting paid. I would assume. I, I would assume. In baseball, he's cutting grass and seeing where they go. No, he has to be getting paid. Right. So he's getting baseball something. Baseball? Well, I don't know. It depends. Baseball? Yeah, they thought they had sex. They thought they had Cespedes this know, year. They were like, they were like this. They're like the Mets were like, yeah, our playoff chances are coming. Are like, here's the pitch. Oh shit! And he's gone. <laughs> Out. 
Bob Uecker. Oh, no. We major suck league. That was great. <laughs> yo, yo, the Phillies have a Bob Uecker uh, uh, cutout in right field, the last row in right field in the top. A Bob Euchre when, really? he, when he played for the Phillies, yeah. Yo, did you see the weekend? Of, did you see the Bernie one? At the Bernie, Ro- the weekend at the Ro- of Bernie's at the Royals. Oh, that was great. <laughs> that was awesome. He's just sitting there like, yeah. <laughs> when I see it, I was like, Bernie. <laughs> Bernie. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, Phillies had some cool ones, man. They had Bob Euchre. They have uh, uh, David Montgomery. Uh, which is cool. It's a good picture of David too. You know, yeah. um, uh, Connie Mack. You know, you can you can spend forty dollars sending in a picture, and they'll put a cardboard cutout for a game, and then they send you the cut the cutout. I I don't know about sending you the cutout, but you're it basically goes to charity. I guess if you see it on TV, you can tag your. Or no, if you see it on Instagram or TV or something, you can tag yourself or something. They have something to set up. Yeah, uh, Connie Mack. Yeah. Connie Mack's up up there. There's a cat. I saw a picture of a cat. Yeah. If you I'm thinking about doing, I'm thinking about doing it for Corey. The outfield, if they hit a home run and it hits you, you get forty bucks. I don't know about Philly. Anaheim was doing that. If a home run hits you, you get forty bucks in Citizens Bank. I don't know if it's there, but I know the uh, MLB was doing a- it. Anaheim's doing that. The, the the Angels were doing that. Yeah, the Angles. Yeah, city of cocksuckers. City of yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna go to Los Angeles. I'm gonna, you know, get a cardboard cut out. I'm gonna try to make forty bucks. <laughs> we're we're like two hours. And we're like, well, we've been on the air for almost three hours, and it's, I still can't get over the fact. All I see is Gary's face. I, I see nothing else. But Gary's face. It's, like, <laughs> it's just a head. That that's what it is. Weird. He looks like the toy that the, the burning down the house video. Burning down the house. That might be. That's a great song. That might be out there. That's actually. I saw. Um, yeah. I saw David Byrne, and that's the only fucking talking head song they did. I love that show. The show was phenomenal. He is a phenomenal that, uh, performer. Yeah, and that was the only oh, wow, talking okay. head song they did. Was that song? Was burning down the house. That was the last song he did. I'm Good. Like, you fucker. Good. Why? Cause, like you came to my show, all you want to hear is hits. <laughs> yeah, I don't, dude. Trouble with that? It was basically David Byrne and a bunch of people in, in fucking like you know the Green Man outfit. By the way, someone has a Green Man cut out, the Green Man outfit, but it was in gray, and they're just dancing behind him the whole fucking time, dancing his fucking solo shit that no one gives a fuck about. Oh yeah, dude, you're right. It does look like fucking Gary. You're not kidding. He looks just like Gary in that video. It's just his fucking head. <laughs> that is hysterical. Holy shit. Burning down the house. Yeah, we'll, we'll use that as a play out. But, uh... Burning Fight fire with fire. And in this near, you shall die. Burning down the house. Da, 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 da. All right, that was Metallica. All right, so <laughs> Eagles. Um, Vinny Curry's brought back. Really? Ryan, you didn't jump on the Fight Fire or Fire thing, I, the reference I gave? 
Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm so, something popped up on my computer. I didn't even hear you. Oh, I was singing Fight Fire with Fire Metallica, singing Burn Down the House. It was David Byrne singing Fight Fire with oh, Fire. Oh, Fight Fire with Fire. Fight fire, fire, fire with Fire. Burning is, the ending is near. Fight Fire with Fire. Fight Fire with Fire. You shall die. So speaking of that, babe. You, you shall die. Vinny, Vinny Carey, Vinny Carey got Marquise Goodwin's money. Yes. <laughs> that's basically that's basically what happened. It seems. Yeah. So all right. So Vinny Curry's back as Sean's falling off the stool over there. Um. Okay. Like. Yeah. I mean, look, they needed another defensive end. He's just a body, though. No, well, I mean it's better than nothing. Is it? Is he better than whoever else is going to be the fourth or fifth? You want to talk He's about always been a solid player. You want to talk about? Uh, you want to talk about a bust? What was the last time you heard Vinny Carey got a sack? Like I don't know. Like it, Like I'm not saying I hate it, but. Well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying we're we're going to the Super Bowl now, but I mean, it, you know, I'm just saying it's a decent signing. Like Mike, Mike's not beating it, it. right? The last I'm not time, jumping up for joy when the la- the I, last I wasn't like my heart didn't jump. I was just like, oh, all right, cool. The last so time you're not heard- doing the Macarena over Vinny no, Curry. No, not doing the Macarena over. No. <laughs> the last time I heard of Vinny <laughs> Curry, what the fuck is Sean doing? The, the uh, <laughs> David Byrne, uh, uh, once in a lifetime. You may help. No. Me. This is not my beautiful wife. <laughs> Get watch that video. Beautiful wife. Yeah, I guess I gotta watch the video. You gotta watch yeah, the video. Yeah. You, then you'll get my reference. Let the days go by. I actually Let did that in a, in a team meeting. At That's work. another good song. I did that in teams yeah. meeting at work. I had a green Imagine screen. Never was. I had a green screen behind me. And I was disappearing in the green screen, and I was coming back. <laughs> and they're like, "What?" Because my body was disappearing. And I started same as it ever was, and I basically got this response. They're just like, "What the, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing?" They're like, "What the fuck?" I'm like. David Byrne, Talking Heads, Once in a Life. No? Okay. And I felt like an idiot. And I feel like an idiot right now. Thanks, guys. <laughs> At least you're drunk, though. You're a fucking idiot. You are a fucking idiot. No one's, no one's watching this now, anyway. No one's Dude, you got, you, got, you got Gary, who's got nothing but a head, calling you a fucking idiot. Make a lick a high, make a honey who. Make it like a hot, make it like a hot, make it like a honey hole. Um, yeah, Vinny Curry does. Right, we, the last time, the last time, the last time, the, the last time we heard Vinny Curry got a sack, he was at a Chippendales. That's the last time. The only reason you're not getting the job is because your body's so bad. Oh, man. Dude, what a, what a great... Under careful consideration. <laughs> you know, tell me, as good as that skit is, Kevin Nealon might be the best part of that skit. He doesn't crack a smile. I don't know. Yeah, like, you... Patrick Swayze's, like, like, about to lose it. Yeah. Chris Farley, like, is just being Chris Farley. And Kevin Nealon doesn't crack a smile. Yeah, but the whole time, after you smoke a joint, Ryan, and you're watching that, you're just cracking up. Can you imagine though if it was fucking Jimmy Fallon at the part of Jimmy of uh, Kevin? Oh, Fallon? he'd be dying. Because like, that's yeah. actually what made Jimmy Fallon okay on Saturday Night Live is because he laughed 
Dave, and everything. David Speed yeah. trying to do it. By the way, uh, if I if I may, I don't know if, I don't know if we talked about it. If you have not seen the Netflix movie, um, uh, what the fuck was it? The, the David Spade movie that came out recently. The wrong, uh, the fuck was it called? The wrong something. Fuck. The wrong movie. Mother. Did you like fucker. it? It was fucking hysterical, dude. I didn't really. It My was, wife watched dude, it. Dude, it was laugh. I. My wife was in the other room. She goes, I haven't heard you laugh at it out loud at a movie like that in ages. Apparently, I should have watched it with her. It was fucking hysterical. I, I, didn't, I didn't watch it. The wrong, What's it called? The Wrong Missy. The Wrong Missy, it's called. It is fucking hysterical. I don't know if – I hope it's still on Netflix. It should be. If you I'm haven't, sure it is. If you haven't seen it, watch it. it I'm telling you, dude. Like, you're going to – you're going to like, – at the fucking – it's so – I, I, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. It's raunchy as shit. It's raunchy and it's fucking funny. And the chick the chick in the movie is is hysterical. So, yeah. Yeah, she's the one. She was in that Arch's New Black. She was one of the prison yeah, guards in yeah, Arch's yeah. New Black. Oh, we lost Carrie again. Yeah, she's good. Yeah, um, uh, me and my girl um, on Saturday nights, we, uh, the, since it's going on, there's nothing else you can do. We usually get some fucking drinks, get some food, and find something on Netflix to watch. So, I'll. Probably watch it tomorrow night. Yeah, watch it. There you, you guys are gonna laugh. I'm, I'm telling. If it, you know what, I tell you what. If you don't, if you think it's a piece of shit, then tell me next week on the show on our 300th. By the way, 300th fucking show next week. 300th show. 300th show. Crazy. Can you imagine? But like, again, going back. I mean, like I wasn't there at the complete start of it, but like when I, I never seen this man. I didn't think we'd be doing this this long. Three hundred shows, dude. dude we're like six, we're in like our sixth year. We're in our sixth year. Yep. It's nuts, man. Yeah, like most, like most shows don't last this long. Yeah, like we've we've done more than Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, we're a Breaking Bad season. That's what we are. We've done more than Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul combined, number of hours and everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, I... actually, South Park, I think, recently did their th- three hundred show. Like, I don't know, two years ago. Yeah. Really? Oh wow. Yeah. You they figured... just signed on for another two years. That dude, when this contract ends, it'll be twenty five years. They're actually talking. About, they're actually talking about doing a new movie. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. All right. Last. They're thing... trying to get the show canceled though. But like, I think they're getting tired of doing it. Yeah, I think so, too. Well, I mean, it, after 25 years, the, the fucking guys are old. Right. They were young guys. Now they're old. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially the, the rate they work, the week of. Like, they don't they don't make it yeah. easy for themselves. No, they make the new episode on Monday, and then it comes out on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Last thing, before we close it off, there is Geis. Cut <clears throat> from the Washington football team that was breaking news tonight by the way Crazy. thank god the eagles didn't get them yeah we were all over them weren't we yeah pretty wild they they cut him loose because he for he's on uh, on uh, three charges washington called him out uh, washington uh, found out about three charges uh assault and battery strangulation which i didn't know was actually a charge and domestic uh, domestic abuse. 
domestic battery or something. And Washington State, based on the uh, uh, the uh, seriousness of these charges, we're cutting we're cutting ties with him, and he's well, gone. Yeah, I mean this this is worse than Kareem Hunt. This is worse than you know. This is, is it though? The right, right, this is bad. Is it in, the, in the NFL? And and he hasn't done anything. Like a, a guy came in the league, got hurt. The next year, he was supposed to be good, and and wasn't maybe at like a flash of a game or two like is it worse is it worse though i haven't seen anything yet we watched ray rice punch a girl in the face cream hunt to me i gotta be honest with you the cream hunt thing to me was weak yeah i thought that was bullshit i thought that was weak so yeah based on the charges yeah you might be right about the cream hunt thing ray rice knocking a fucking girl out in the elevator that's disgraceful I don't know if it's worse than that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'd have to see right. how, you know, how bad it was. It probably wasn't. But even, even if these allegations, are, like, come up and it's proven to be that it didn't happen, with the culture problem that that team's having, they had to. The, 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 Washington's a mess right now. Yep. A total Dude, mess. Just watch if, the- I'm Ron, if I'm Ron Rivera, I resign. Like, I, I resign. I am not sticking here for two and three years and trying to turn this around. Like, not, I'm a good coach. I am not letting this tarnish, like, the, like, you know, not my reputation, but, like, like, like if, if nothing happens, say he's there three years and the team just is terrible, which was, is most likely going to happen. It's like, how's that look on him? So... As soon as that allegation came out with what's going on in the office with the harassment and everything, I'm Ron Rivera. I resign. I don't mean. I, to, mean, I don't yeah. mean to be distracted, but like I'm watching this video. First of all, in this video, who's dancing weird? But the the best part is the fucking head with nothing. It's just the head on the side of the house. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking of Gary. <laughs> Dude, this video is. He's doing. He's doing dances <laughs> like that and shit side by side, all fucking. Dude, he's what a fucking weirdo. But yeah, it's just his head on the side of the on the, on the side of the house. It's just fucking. And then there's isn't there a part in the video where it's just his head on a road? Yeah, I'm watching it right now. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like this. His mouth is open. <laughs> yeah, right now it's still on. It's still just his head on the road. It's at the end of Terminator Two when you see the lines. Feet. Yeah, yeah. Feet is not. His, yeah, feet is not what we make for face. ourselves. And then it's just his, it's still, it's still his head. Still. Sean, I actually watched Dark Fate tonight with, uh, with Corey. Yeah. And we had already seen it, but there's, um, you know, there's a couple, there's another reference in Dark Fate to, uh, uh, Terminator 2. So, if you're, I don't know how, mem- how much, like, you particularly I've, remember I've the movie. Twice, yeah. But there's a scene, do you remember when the guy shows up? To give Sarah Connor and the, you know, all of them, the, the EMP. Yes. In the garage, the military dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bl- Okay, so so he drives into the garage to meet them. Yeah. And he's got the he's got that song playing, guitars and Cadillacs. Yep. Do yep. music. It's the song where the song it's the song where he comes into the bar too, when he walks into the bar to take the dude's clothes. Yep. Yep. Give me your clothes, your boots, and the motorcycle. It's the same song. I need your boots. Yeah, I need your boots, your clothes, and your motorcycle. Fuck you. You forgot to say, please. 
puts the fucking cigar on his chest. <laughs> yeah, the best is when he walks into that bar and you see the waitress. She's like, ooh. Yeah, yeah the fat bitch. She's like, ooh. <laughs> you fat bitch. <laughs> All right, are we wrapping this up? <laughs> Wrap it up, B. Wrap it up. Wrap it up, B. <laughs> he's like, he's like, ah, ah. She's like, wrap it up, wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up. All right. Yeah, that's basically it. Talking about Terminator 2, another Terminator 2 reference. Guys, it was fun. It's a fun show. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was, yeah. Almost three hours. I know. I was like, ah, it's going to be a short show tonight. Thank you guys for watching. It looked like it was going to be short, and then all of a sudden. That's what (laughs) she said. (laughs) That was actually actually good giggity. Come on. Giggity, giggity, giggity. It looked like it was going to be short, but all of a sudden it grew. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. Like Thank I'll you guys. Soundboard again, guys. <laughs> it's true. My <laughs> See you guys next week. Peace out. <laughs>